Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to our humble abode, the FanDuel Thunderdome, on this Winter Wednesday, November 30th, 2022. This sports show starts right now. Football! No, his mic is off. Okay. So let's, uh, no. Oh, no. I think it sounds like it's just your microphone your that D-Bud has turned it off. Oh, our mics are good. D-Bud. Yeah, you guys are good. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, so Pat doesn't have sound right now. No. Zito's working on it. Mm-hmm. We have no idea what happened. Hello, beautiful people. It is Winter Wednesday, November 30th, 2022. It is great having you here. The toxic table looks <laughs> even better than it normally looks. Hell yeah. Hey, Boston Connor, how you doing today, pal? So good. So good. How are you? D-Bot, were you talking to your mic to see if yours is working? No. D-Bot is not working My now. ear things aren't working. I can't hear anything. Can you hear? I, I can, but I don't know if that's because you're standing right next to me or oh. if I'm... Oh, yeah. my ear things okay. are working now? Mic check, mic check. Oh, D-Bot's oh, back. back. Hey. Hey. Okay. Hello? Hey! There we go. There we go. More things change, more they stay the same. (laughs) Obviously, this microphone worked just yesterday. Uh, It's not working now. Something had to have happened. I'm sure there was some pre-show routine that should have taken place that would have found out that was going to happen. But if you do that, you miss out on all the other things that are potentially happening before the show starts. So I can't thank you enough for joining us on this Winter Wednesday, November 30th, 2022. Uh, Week 13 starts tomorrow in a... Huge matchup between the Bills and the Pats on Amazon Prime. Cannot wait to dive into that. There's also a shit ton of other NFL news happening and updates happening on injuries and maybe where Odell Beckham Jr. will be going. We'll cover that and more on this glorious day. We have Sham Sharania joining us in about 15 minutes. Obviously, he works for The Athletic, The Stadium, and FanDuel TV. Mm -hmm. Sham Sharania, the insider for the Association of the NBA, who called like 11 travels last night in the Golden State Dallas game. Uh-huh. They called Steph Curry for a travel for a game-winning shot. Interesting. Weird. That never they, happens. They don't do that. Whose league is it? What's the deal, Shams? Go ahead and tell us about that. Also, is Bronkin trading? Oh. What's going on in Brooklyn? Are they still a team? This is like the monthly checkup with Shams Sharania to learn what's happening in the NBA since we've been watching the NFL. We'll also be joined by Tiny Miola. Oh. What? Oh. That's right. The original Captain America, the goalie for the 1996, I believe, uh, United States soccer team. He was an absolute stallion in the net. Obviously, Paisano. Mm-hmm. who did his thing. I met him uh, when I was 
I guess nine or ten years old, at a con soccer camp hosted by Tony Miola, got to kick a penalty against him. There was a line of kids about my age. They are all back there, and everybody was kind of just soft-footing it around there. I brought the hammer. I scored on Tony Miola as a Woo! ten-year-old. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he remembers that. I'm sure oh, yeah. that is a nightmare that he has to deal uh-huh. with. But he is. Uh, whenever he starts talking about soccer, we need to listen. That's right. Mm-hmm. Tony Miola's been there, been in the World Cup, been in the Olympics, done the whole thing. The United States have advanced to the round of 16 because of Christian Polithic. Yeah. who scored a goal yesterday against Iran. And the Iran players are now worried about going home, I guess, because of what potentially happened not only at the World yeah. Cup, but during their national anthem when they didn't sing, allegedly, is yeah. what happened. Mm-hmm. They've been right. Who knows? That's happening in 2022. Let's remember that when we start thinking about where we are as a society, where we hope to get to uh, at some point. So we'll talk to Tony Miola. Darius Butler is here live in studio. Deba, thanks for letting me know that the microphone was back working on this side of the stage. Yep. And also, thank you for the everything, DB, you're going to do today. I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be fun. Got a lot of good plays in this past week. Do you think... Um do you think that what Aaron said about Blankenship yesterday <laughs> uh, was warranted? Do you think there are some times where maybe the offense fucks up and defense steals a pick and maybe there's too much credit given to the defensive mm. side of the ball? Or do you think there's never any credit given to anybody on DB? So yesterday's just kind of status quo and what was it about Blankenship? Uh, kind of status quo. Kind of status quo. But Blankenship made a great play, in my opinion. Uh, could have been, could have done something differently with a tight end. Could have came a little flatter, but it was a great play out of the post. I think that safety. I think Blankenship makes the play either way. Secondary has been playing well this year. Yeah. I feel like across the board. That's why the offenses haven't been as great, and the games have been kind of boring. I think secondary play has a big part of that, right? Yes. Uh, sorry, some of the defenses, some of the secondary. Oh, Philly, some of them are trash. Philly, oh. been one some of them. them are yeah. trash. You lose your starter back there. A guy steps in, and on that play, he actually had to change responsibilities because of the most and uh, just been on the right page. That's uh, that's obviously showing that guys are getting coached up right, too. Okay. Well, I can't wait to hear what everything DB has in store for us today of Week 12 NFL season, looking into Week 13. The Talks Tables here at Boston Connor at Ty Schmidt. How you boys doing? Hey, good. Pretty good. Fantastic. Not too bad. How you doing? Week 13. I know. Yeah. Unbelievable. Wild. Every time I say the date, because, you know, on the sheet that Connor puts together every single day that I – you know, it's kind of a collection of all the thoughts of the everybody in the group uh, text about what the most important subjects are. At the top, it always has the date, you mm-hmm. know, which mm-hmm. is like a good hey, good title right up there at the top. Right. Sure. Always has the date. I remember looking down there, it was like a November 12th or something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And going like, holy <laughs> fuck. The day's gone. Bro, November 30th? We're all... Yeah. December is tomorrow. tomorrow. It's Christmas. Tomorrow's going to say December. Christmas tomorrow? It's post-Thanksgiving yeah, right now. <laughs> wow. I mean, it is Christmas season. Yeah. We are fully in... Watch Home Alone last night. Ooh, lost in New York. Yeah, went two. Sorry, Home Alone two last night. Um, Fell asleep before the Sticky Finger Bandits. Okay. Uh, Was going to take a photo of that and post it because of what happened yesterday. Sure, right. One of my most proud moments. Honestly, there are limited times where I go, brain, Mm -hmm. what a good job there. Mm As Aaron's talking about, you know, learning about being tough from the guy that played football before him, yeah. Brett Favre at Green Bay, my brain literally was like, we're in holiday season. Brett Favre, what did he do? He didn't just steal from the poor. Yeah, he did that. What else? Oh, he is the actual yeah. Sticky Finger Bandits yep, that's right. That's right. from Home Alone 2 mm-hmm. in New York. So then I mentioned that to Aaron. I think it took a couple seconds for everything to settle <laughs> in. And then there was a Jesus. Yeah, I yeah. was just waiting. My brain was like so happy. I was so pumped. I'm like, good for you, man. Way to put that together. And we have to make sure that is mentioned every time that man's mentioned. Have to. Because that is a big deal that that happened. Mm-hmm. Oh, Terrible. yeah. That's a big deal. Now, obviously, Brett Favre Enterprises is alleging that this is all wrong. That's right. And, yeah. I, can't big wait, and I can't wait to hear BFE, BFE you know, yeah. drop mm-hmm. BFE, <laughs> Brett Favre Enterprises. 
I can't wait for bumfuck Egypt yeah. to uh-huh. drop Brett Favre Enterprises' side of the story, and we will judge it accordingly. Right. But for the information that yeah. we have currently, every time his name gets brought up, we have to mention. Hands are tied. Have to do the, it. Yeah. Well, he, he tied the hands of the poor people yes, and took poor. money right out of their pockets. That's right. And we have to talk about that. Even though football player, incredibly tough football player, sure. terrible football player, good football player, right. did a lot of things. Certainly in the middle of stealing from poor people in, in Mississippi right now. Absolutely. Have to chat about that. But, uh, Ty, your take on Aaron Rodgers saying he's going to play, because I saw a lot of people in Chicago go, I'm happy he's playing. You know, I'm happy. He's playing bad. Chicago wants to beat Aaron. They would like to have Aaron come to oh, Chicago yeah, and have a bad night. I saw a lot of that reaction from Bears fans last night. Your thoughts on that? Your thoughts on Aaron's appearance yesterday now that you got 24 hours or 18 hours to basically digest it? Yeah, I think that makes sense for Bears fans because Rodgers is, I think, like 24-5 and five against them in his career. So, like, yeah, you Pretty know, solid. if, if everyone's good. talking about him potentially leaving, like, you definitely want to beat that guy one more time before he maybe isn't the Packers quarterback anymore. But – I mean, it is what it is. I, I, I don't – why wouldn't he play? You know, like everything he was saying, like he's not the kind of guy who, you know, if he's banged up, he, he gave us that great thing about, you know, even if you're 70% healthy and you think you can go out there and you give your team the best chance to win, like he's going to play. That's who he is. That's, that's in his DNA. And then we'll see what happens after the Bears game. You know, if they go into the bye week and then decide like, hey, you're banged up. But, again, as long as they're not eliminated, like – He's going to be playing. It's just as simple as that. You're paying the guy over $50 million. Like, yeah, you want to see what Jordan Love can do. But if they're not officially eliminated yet, you're not benching him. I don't want him to be benched. I'm sure some Packers fans do. But even in that Eagles game, like, we were still seeing primetime Rodgers on a couple of those throws. He still got it in there. So I'm, I fully expect the Packers to beat the shit out of the Bears. But... You know, who knows with the way this season's gone. And the Packers, I don't think, have shown that they should do that to any team. But I do like the fact that that is just a matter of fact in the Packers' land. It's yeah, like, man. yeah, the Chicago Bears, they might be electrifying to watch with Justin Fields as a quarterback. And they might be different than what they were in the past. Uh, you're still the Bears, though. Exactly. Yeah. Is Aaron Rodgers still the quarterback? Yeah, it turns out, as of yesterday, he, he is. is. Mm-hmm. You guys are done. That's just how Packers fans feel, I feel like. Yeah. It's a different Bears team, though. Hey. For sure. Oh, yeah. This is a different yeah. Bears team. With if Fields Justin, yeah, if, Beat the shot of the Patriots. Play, if he plays. I think he is playing, though, right? Is he? Is he? I would assume so. Yeah, he, he said didn't yes. play last week. He said, okay. Yeah, but I think it was like understood that he's going to be back for this. I think that is At why. At least what he I heard, he said, yes, I'm in. I'm playing back. I play the backers. But you got the shoulder. You know, obviously, you've been doing a lot of his damage on the ground. So heavy legs. Probably going to, you know. <laughs> we don't know if he has probably heavy legs. Well, probably going to limit that they were, a little bit. They were resting him in the middle of mm-hmm. practice as a 24-year-old. Which is surprising. Mm -hmm. Uh, Aaron talked about the breathing and how it goes into his meditation and yoga and everything he did. He started doing like 10 years ago and how it has helped him because I think you asked – no, who asked him? Tony? Tony. Tony asked him about Justin Fields Mm -hmm. doing the breathing thing, and he said it has helped him. So we kind of brought that into Aaron's conversation about it all and because he's a big, you know, breathing. He actually did a healing, I think. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. <laughs> this book here. This book. Sorry, I just want to get That's the so dumb crazy. book out of the way. Alchemist. Oh, it's called Healing? I thought yeah. it was called Breathing. No, it's called Healing, but I think this one's like all about breathing, I think. I think this is a big breathing book, right? Isn't that what it is? So, so that was a good tie together by mm-hmm. the host of Hammer, Don Tone Diggs, bringing that whole in. in. The way he chatted about it was like, yeah, my off-season stuff as well goes into it. It's not just like breathing for when I'm in games. 
This Justin Fields thing is so fascinating because massive game this weekend. Let's hope he plays. And remember, Aaron and he have chatted numerous times. And who knows if he appreciates and respects Aaron. I would assume he does because it feels like every single player that plays in the NFL has respect for Aaron Rodgers as opposed to the people that are in the media. It's complete opposite. He said, hey, like, keep this rivalry special. Like, Bears, Packers, like, keep this a thing. Like, this doesn't happen in the NFL, really. It seems like there's a lot of turnover on teams. So half the teams are in and out every single year. So, like, acting like somebody that just got signed a week and a half before that to be like, hey, (laughs) hey, this is the fucking Bears. We don't – we'll lose the Packers. Like, Aaron was telling Justin Fields, like, hey, make this – keep this a thing because it doesn't happen a lot Mm -hmm. in the NFL, which is real. Normally, players will start having, like, Tom and Peyton. The Colts and the Patriots had a rivalry because Tom and Peyton. Is it a rivalry, and will it be a rivalry for the next 20 years? We shall see. But it wasn't like the Packers and the Bears that have been a rival since, like, the fucking beginning of the whole thing. Yeah. Like, we're going to – this is a rivalry. It's a college-like feel. So I'm happy to hear that Justin Fields is going to probably play. I mean, I guess that's what it sounds like. But even if he is banged up and he's playing it, like, I like the fact that they're keeping this thing a real thing when both teams aren't really in any real conversations for anything this year, which is vastly different. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, maybe part of it, too, is he looks at what Jalen Hurts did against the fucking Packers on Sunday night. It's like, no, yeah, I'm playing (laughs) against these guys. Like, I'll I'll rush for 200 yards against the Packers. I don't need either shoulder. Yeah, exactly. He really doesn't. We're worried about this? No, no, no. I got these. Mm-hmm. You see my mm-hmm. legs? Put them next to Jalen Hurts. Similar size. We have similar uh, workouts, similar yeah. mm-hmm. running styles. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Similar playing styles. Let's just do what they did, and then we don't even really have to worry about throwing the ball much at all. Unless we just want to. Like, at the end, if we just want to fuck around, we can do that. But let's talk about uh, Aaron Rodgers a little bit. And let's talk about the Packers. Because the future, seemingly bright, if you listen to one DB, who's very good at what he does, uh, the big... Slay podcast, uh, hosted by Darius Slay, corner of the Philadelphia Eagles, Mm -hmm. talked about what he saw Sunday night against the Packers and his thoughts on the future of the Packers in what I thought was an incredibly put-together quote, and I'm excited to get your take on this, Ty Schmidt, after hearing it. As the game is going, guys, I see that A-Rod was running into the locker. You know, he would have put a word out there saying he'd been playing with a a thumb injury to set the Giants game. So I saw him running in the tunnel. I'm saying, what's going on with A-Rod? He must have messed it up. You know, so as a defense, when A-Rod goes out, we feel great. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the greatest quarterback, the greatest quarterback ever. So if he goes out, we got to go out here and really get at him. You know, the D-line get a little hungrier because they be like, okay, got a young buck coming in. I can go get out to the quarterback because, you know, A-Rod makes a lot of checks and makes a lot of communication at the line of scrimmage. That's hard to stop. So – Young Buck come in, actually did a very, very solid job, man. They got a great, they got a, a bright, bright future, like a bright one. Because Buddy is, Buddy was slinging it. I, I, I ain't going to lie, like, he low-key looked like A-Rod, like he's been yeah. learning a lot. It should be a blessing for him to be behind a goat and learning like that at a high level. And he's a talented kid as well. Like he's a first-round draft pick. So he got a lot of talent, you know. He's got to wait his time, just like how A-Rod waited his time for Brett Favre. You know, so now he's waiting his time. So his time will come. And you can see, like, the gunslinging mentality he had just like him. Like, they, with the quick release, the flick, and uh, picking the back leg up, he got, he, he's, he's copying and pasting him for sure. Which that's is a great player to be copying and pasting from. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's, uh, by the way, Darius Slay, I didn't know he had a podcast. No. If it's like, it sounds like it's a great podcast. Yeah, yeah. Big play Slay. 
We're big fans of his over here. I appreciate that take. And Ty, I'll get yours in a second because it sounds like the future is a little bit brighter than maybe it seemed like whenever we're watching videos of Jordan Love missing an entire net that was the size of a barn in training camp. And now now he looks much better. Uh, but D-Butt, I assume that is a natural thought. Starting quarterback, especially with Aaron Rodgers going off the field, fucking yeah. yes. Here we go. We might be able to get a pick. D-Line D saying, we're going to be able to, this guy's not going to have a clue. He's yeah. going to be holding on to the ball a little bit longer. They're not going to be able to get in the right checks and everything like that. But then he sees Jordan Love, and he's like, how quickly does it take for a defense to realize, like, ah, oh, this guy ain't bad? Or can you tell quickly Quick. if Quick, a guy's yeah. worth a fuck? Probably yeah. the first series, and usually those backups come in kind of numb. You're just playing ball. You're not really overthinking it. But um, just like to his point, and I was talking to Ty earlier um, before we even came on, like just watching him play. Yeah, small sample size, of course, but looks confident. You can tell he's going through his reads and looked, like he said, a lot like A-Rod as far as his posture, his throws, everything. So they took him in the first round for a reason. Um, I think the future is bright there. But being, being behind 12, being in the meeting room with A-Rod, like I'm sure he's learning a lot, talking a lot, going over checks, going over uh, you know, different things in practice. So I, I can't wait to see him get a shot. Won't be this year or no, probably next year. Hold on. They're talking about him being traded. All of a sudden, yeah. I, I don't – No, Aaron, when we were having this conversation with Aaron yesterday and it was announced mm -hmm. he's coming back and he's playing – there was a huge reaction, and I didn't expect it. To be honest, I did not expect it. I thought, like, Aaron coming back and playing, no big deal. A lot of people thought they were going to rest him for the rest mm -hmm. of the year because the team isn't doing what they've been doing the last two years or whatever, and he's banged up. Then all of a sudden the conversation started going, Aaron's going to get traded. He, where is he going to get traded to? Because they're going to want to move on to Jordan Love because of what Big Play Slay said, what you said, like the future's there. they got to move on. Aaron is obviously not the right fit anymore. That sort of happened on the internet yesterday. Mm -hmm. fat, and yeah. I was like, did I miss something? I feel like, I, did Aaron say he doesn't want to play there anymore? He didn't. It just, this became the conversation, a natural one. How do you feel about that? Do you think that's a reality? And how long has that been talked about that I missed? Because I feel like I've missed that completely. I didn't know he was potentially getting traded at the end. Right? I heard he was potentially retiring forever. I didn't know he was getting traded. Now people are like, he's going to the Jets. Uh, he might be going to yeah. any – maybe he's going back to the Colts. Niners or mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he'd come to, come to the Colts. Whatever. That started happening, though, last night all of a sudden. I did not I did not see that coming. Did I miss something, Ty? No, that was news to me as well. I mean, the the – the prevailing narrative was that he's going to retire after this year. But then, for whatever reason, yeah, maybe it was sparked by Jordan Love looking pretty good when he came in the other night. But I hadn't heard any of the, the trade stuff, you know, on, like, any of Packers Twitter or anything like that. Like, that really did seemingly start kind of yesterday after the interview. I think that's bullshit. I don't think there's any way the Packers are going to trade him. I just, I, you, I just can't imagine. And, like... Love did compared to, you know, how how he looked when he started that full Chiefs game last year. Like he is leaps and bounds better. There's no question about it. But they they like they kind of put all their chips in, in the Rogers pot. Like they owe him a bunch of money. Yeah, yeah, there's ways they could get around it. But also with Love too, like and I don't know again, I'm not trying to shit on the guy because as a Packers fan, like obviously I want him to you know, I want it to be just kind of like the Brett to Aaron, Aaron to Jordan, like that would be great. But also, they were getting beat by 14 when he scored that touchdown. It wasn't necessarily a close game. Like it ended up being closer than mm. it, it really was. He threw nine passes. Like I don't know if if that small sample size is enough to say, okay, fuck it, yep, Rogers, let's trade him, let's get rid of him. We got our guy in love. Let's kind of move full steam ahead towards him. Like I just don't know if you can do that. Yet. If they want to trade him too, like to Indianapolis or something, like. We understand. Like, Colts would love Jordan's that. so good. Jordan Love was so oh, good. Oh, Jordan to the so Colts. Jordan, no. no, great no, player. No, no. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. 
Because oh. Jordan Love was so Jeff good. Saturday, Jeff Saturday played with A. Rod. He knows yeah. him. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good friends. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. He comes. He comes he, on this show every week. Yeah. This show's here. If he leaves, he's going to the West Coast. He ain't going anywhere. But he's not. Go- he's not going to another cold city. Certainly. Is I thought he was going to, to the Jets. I heard. I thought he was going yeah. to the Jets. Yeah. 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 Aaron's going to go play. You know, in New York City for the Jets. I don't think so. I mean, if if he is going to go anywhere, I think it would. It, I mean, maybe you know the Niners, his childhood team that he loved. Like I could see that. But again, what like if the Niners win the Super Bowl this year, are they going to? What trade? about what about the Raiders? Raiders oh. maybe. Hey. Reunite with Devontae? Come on. Possible. I don't think he's coming to another cold city or something. Burning man's out there. Exactly. Uh, Let's pivot. Let's get back to this. Gather your thoughts on where Aaron Rodgers is going because we will talk (laughs) about this again, especially when AJ comes on. Because AJ's been firm in the camp. He ain't retiring. That's what AJ, he ain't retiring. How's he going to retire? What's he going to do? He's got other hobbies and interests. He told us that yesterday. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do any of those just scratch, like, the biggest competitive itch in the history? Hi, I'm up there with, like, Tom and Wayne and Peyton and uh, Serena mm-hmm. and, like, MJ. Bobby Orr. LeBron. Tiger. Not Bobby Orr. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tiger, yes. But, like, those – There's – Happy Gilmore. Favre actually won. <laughs> yeah, he said that. Diddy and that he said that shit yesterday. I picture Nick with those fucking copper fit clothes. He's still wearing them. Yeah. He looks like a bum back there. <laughs> He's still wearing them. Looks like a homeless guy. Lost his. He literally. Let's go, Nick. Finish the year. Finish yeah, support the year. Support Nick. Support Is that Favre. copper fit working? That's Brett Favre Enterprises. It is. Yeah, it keeps his fingers nice and nimble. <laughs> All right. Especially Man. during these winter months. Let's uh, let's pivot away from this conversation. We'll get back into it for sure. Anytime four is mentioned, we're going to have to sure. talk about it. Uh, joining us now is our go-to person to let us know everything happening inside the association because he is the go-to person for all the information inside the association to everybody else associated with the association. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, from The Athletic, The Stadium, and FanDuel TV, friend of the program, the insider for the insiders of the NBA, the handsome Sean Sharanya. Hey, boy, Sean. What's up, buddy? Pat, what's up? How's everything? You doing all right? Hey, fantastic. How are you? How's FanDuel TV going? You enjoying it? I, we're seeing some clips. We're not watching as much as we should. When it gets closer to playoffs, we'll dive in because we're going to need some gombling. Come on, Pat. We, we, come on, Pat. We, we need you to come on the show, hopefully soon. Let's hey. speak that into existence. Some crossover, PMS, run it back, crossover. I'm just throwing oh. it out there. Oh. Um, I know the basketball well. Yeah. <laughs> the show's going good. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 10 a.m. Eastern Time, Michelle Beadle, Chandler Parsons, Eddie Gonzalez. I think you and Chandler Parsons would act really well. Um, I think you guys, uh, I you guys love, are both smooth operators. So. I love the way he he's made a lot of cake, right? Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah. I mean, Parsons, not that I want a pocket watch, but I think he's a person that people <laughs> have been pocket watching for a long time. I'm a big fan. Guy's got a great shot, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Silky smooth. He'll come in here to the Thunderdome and light this thing up, just like you, Shams. We've seen you crossing people up for ads. Uh-huh. Whoop. I mean, you're doing your thing. Uh, I would love to come on the program. You just let me know when you guys need me. Can't wait to chit-chat. I believe Zito just dropped in my ear there while you were chit-chatting about me and Chandler Parsons maybe getting along, about maybe some breaking news happening in the NBA world with Mr. Middleton. Is that that true? I should have kept up a little bit more. And James Harden, I believe there's some breaking news out of the NBA is what Zito just told me. Is Is that accurate? Well, let's give some – I mean, there's two notable injuries right now across the league. There's one, Chris Middleton. He has not played yet this year. Uh, He underwent off-season surgery on his wrist. Um, And and there was a thought he would be back at some point in November. He has not been back yet on the floor. But uh, I'm told 
he is close. He's nearing his season debut, potentially as soon as Friday's home game against the Lakers. Hey, welcome back. Ah. Welcome back, Chris. Chris Middleton on on the way back. Uh, The Bucs are are hopeful that he'll be able to debut as soon as Friday. And then James Harden, he's been out. He had a he had a tendon strain in his foot, um, and and I'm told he he is targeting a return. They're on a three game road trip. He's targeting a return on this road trip, most likely that final game of the trip uh, next Monday in Houston. So it would be a return uh, in, Houston. in Houston of sorts for James Harden. Hey, right, welcome yeah, back, James. Jimmy. Go celebrate after that big-time comeback win, too, in any of the old places you used to stomp around in, James. Congratulations to both those guys with incredible rehab to the injury. All the hard work is going to pay off. They're going to be on TV Thursday and Monday. Mm -hmm. The boys are back in town. Congrats to both Chris and James. Happy for it. All right, let's talk about uh, let's talk about that Sixers team. Are they good? Do they stink? I don't. I, I remember the beginning of the season. There was a lot of oh, maybe this is the year Embiid's the guy. He's going to win MVP. <laughs> James Harden is there. They get hurt. They're not good anymore. Are they going to be good? What's happening with the Sixers right now, Shams? For those of us that maybe haven't kept up as much as we should, the Sixers have the talent. You have James Harden. You have Joel Embiid. Tyrese Maxey is also out. He's hopefully going to be back in the coming weeks as well. I don't think talent is the problem for this team. I mean, when you look at the roster, Tobias Harris is their fourth option. We saw what he did the other the other week against Brooklyn. He had 20-some points. He had a double-double. He's playing at, at, a, at a really solid level. Um, and he's the fourth option on this team on most nights. So the talent's there. What they need to figure out for sure is once these guys are back, Doc Rivers has spoke about it, you know, once James Harden's back uh, in on this lineup, how do they gel? Because, Pat, there's like two different styles of this team. Uh, when it's just Joel Embiid, they just pound it down low to him, and he's able to have control of the game inside out. When James Harden is healthy and he's on the floor, you know, you have a tendency because of how great he is. You want to play run and gun. You want to play faster. You want to have him get other teammates involved. And James Harden is, is the focal point. How can they blend this team? Because they have the talent. George Niang's playing at a good level. He's shooting the ball well. Shake oh, Milton. Yeah. Like, they have yeah. – these guys that are coming off the bench scoring points with James Harden out. So the talent is there. It's how can Doc Rivers get this group to coexist once everyone is on the floor together? Doc Rivers, good coach, right? Is that on him to figure out? Is that how the NBA works? Like, is the coach going to get blamed if they can't figure it out? Or is it always the players? How is the NBA judge that type of situation? I mean, usually the coach is the easiest one to blame, right? Especially when you have guys making as much as James Harden is, 30 million, 40, you know, Joel's making 40, 50 million. Tyrese Maxey is going to probably be a maximum contract guy's well so when you have guys making that much money the easiest person to blame is the coach but I I think you know for this team it's a lot of these guys are gonna have to take the onus as well right and and, um, you know it's gonna be a lot of sacrifice it's gonna be a lot of communication and a lot of that does for sure fall on on everyone coaches players front office so James Harden uh, we just brought him up you said different style of play he does, you know, he's classic. I'm just going to put it through my legs like 15 times, and then you reach, I'm going to step back, and I'm going to shoot it. Mm-hmm. That's a travel now. Is the NBA calling travel? <laughs> that happened last night, Golden State and Dallas. I heard Steph Curry did a step back last night uh, in a big-time moment. They called travel. Luca got one last night. Are they – is this the thing? Is the NBA like we're, we're playing by rules now? Is that something that's happening? And- I, saw, I saw there's been – I saw the bit. I think there was 10 travel calls last night in that Warriors-Mavericks game. I, I don't yep. remember the last time there were – 10 travel calls. So I, I'm not told of like a, a emphasis, a point of emphasis that was given to the referees, but oh, usually nice. what happens over the course of a season, like, let me take you guys, a cur- you know, peek behind the curtains, you know, oh. these, the, the refs, the competition committee um, of the NBA, which includes owners, 
players, front office, league, they all discuss issues that go on. And sometimes there is focal point issues that emerge as the year goes on. Bench decorum, you know, guys that are standing up and cheering. We've seen those guys get technical fouls. We've seen more palming violations. We've, we've seen as the year's gone on, more traveling calls. So I assume this is something that's being discussed among the referees. But yeah, I mean, it's very interesting. There are these travel calls that aren't always called. Steve Kerr said it recently, like, if you're going to call every travel, there's going to be a lot more, uh, you know, on a nightly basis. Yeah. And I think that's what we all just kind of come to understand with the NBA. Like, th this is just because there's always the video because you're playing 82 games and yeah. there's so many inbounds that are going to happen where guys just walk like six steps and then they uh -huh. start dribbling it on an inbound and the ref's still counting and they're like, they don't even call this. It's like, there is 10,000 of those every single season yeah. that happens. If they were going to call everything, that'd be interesting. It's a little game. You, 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 you couldn't even play. You couldn't even play. Like, guys are palming. I mean, if you watch games, guys are palming the ball, Jordan like, Poole, all the time. Shit. And yeah. so you, you can't – and it's like, it's like Jordan Poole was the one guy that was really targeted the, you know, the other week recently. So, I don't know. It, it, it's a tough Isn't situation. The, the roughs have it oh, yeah. tough. There's no question about it. Yeah, Luca like dribbles in slow mo, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's his that's like his gift. And now they're gonna start calling it. Is it Can is I'm it all man? because of Luca? What is it what? can't call on Luca. I don't I don't think it's on one player. I mean, they haven't really called it on Luca. He got called for I think a couple of travels last night. Then he had that eight oh, yeah. second violation. That's I think what we're saying. More, that's what it was. And it was in that game that he's playing in that there's like eleven or ten travels called out of nowhere. Has this been happening or is that just the biggest game that it's happened in and I didn't notice? I think that's the biggest game, but even with the Warriors recently, Steve Kerr's talked about how, you know, we're going to call a travel, a palming on all these plays. Like, th there'd be a bunch. So the Warriors have definitely been hit. So I don't know if this is just a focal point with Warriors games, or I'm sure Warriors fans probably think so. That's right. But, Fundamental uh, basketball. Yeah. That's right. Get back to the fundamentals. Yep. Mm -hmm. We need to see point guards dribbling like this, <laughs> yeah. like it used to be back Bob in Cousy. the day. Five That's passes right. before you can shoot. Man, yes. And let's have good form, too. If they don't have form, I want fucking yep. personal. Yep. Yeah. Get that <laughs> thing out there. I, I would. I'm happy for the NBA figuring it out because it's no more flopping around too, right? I, I think the Olympics happened. Yes. yes. And then the Olympics Evil. changed the game in the NBA, right? Didn't, didn't that happen this year? Well, Pat, another thing that we're seeing, you know, limited in the league right now is the take fouls. I don't know how much you guys got, you know, irritated by that, but last year, oh, last so two years, sick of it. It's like anytime, anytime there was a fast break, all right, foul. Like there's a three on one, a four on one, and guys are just foul and, and it would kill the momentum of the game. It would kill fast breaks. So they've got rid of that. And literally, I think these games are as smooth and as clean as we've seen in years. So kudos to the NBA for that. But I don't know what they're going to do about these these traveling Paul. How, how do they get rid of that, Sean? How do they get rid of that take foul? they just not call it? No. So what they did was now if, if a player commits uh, basically an, an uncommon foul, right, if you're clearly not trying to play defense or go for the ball or go for a steal, you commit a take foul, yep. it's basically one free throw and you get the ball back, oh, uh, which is a change. So, like so so now it's basically, yeah, like Pat said, it's, it's, you, you, you get a technical foul free throw and you get the ball back. So that's why players don't want to put themselves in that situation, right? Yep. You're basically giving a team a free point. Uh, but we've still seen a few of them this year. Paul Jordan got called for them for one early in the year. Uh, so it's not like they're completely eliminated. You probably see one a week just because guys forget that this is a new rule. Um, last question for me here, uh, LeBron James, Stephen A. Smith, who we, we enjoy around oh, here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was late to work the other day. Hey, <laughs> Stephen A., what are you doing? Come on, Stephen A. Come on, Stephen A. Stephen a. Stephen a. Stephen a. Stephen a. what are you doing? Be a pro. Be a pro, Steve. Stephen A. 
He just got chewed out by Mad Dog earlier. He Literally did. sat in a corner yeah. and Mad Dog yelled at him. I didn't even know he was late. I understand. I assumed something that was happening where it happened. But Stephen A's been talking about Braun maybe being traded, right? And I, I feel like we respect Stephen A, and I respect Stephen A, and Stephen A knows people everywhere. Is that something that's even in the – is that potentially happening? What's going on with LeBron and Lake? They suck, suck, right? Is that something that still happens or what's going on there? Yeah, Le- LeBron James signed an extension in the offseason. So he here, here's breaking news. He is not eligible to be traded this season. So, uh, you know, I guess <laughs> – I guess, Whoa! I guess what? Breaking news. Never say never. <laughs> Break, breaking news. He is not – because he signed an extension, uh, he he is not eligible to be traded. It's more an extension rule, so maybe that's a rule that's that's lost on some people. But um, listen, I, I think I think no depending on how this Lakers season goes, I think you have to keep an open mind to a lot of different things if you're the Lakers, right? Because you have LeBron James, who's 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 obviously at, at the twilight. You know, he's still an amazing player, uh, but he's gonna after this year have only one guaranteed year on his contract. AD's only gonna have, I believe, one guaranteed year on his contract. So you want to – you just don't know the future if this team isn't going to make the playoffs or the play-in this year, what can happen. But I know for right now the goal for the Lakers, they're going to keep an open mind. What can we do with big-name players? You know, Could there be a Russell Westbrook trade this year? Could there be other smaller trades that they can make on the periphery? I think they're keeping an open mind. The goal is to try to make this team better, though. All right, I hope they get better. Good luck out there. Okay, Good, Mike. Luck. Good luck out there. Extension rule can't be traded. Obviously, Who we knew? do that. Connor, your question for Shams. Yeah, Shams. Obviously, the Celtics are the best team in basketball once again. But is it safe to say that Ime Udoka will not coach for the Celtics anymore? And is this Joe Missoula's team? And then also, why was you know uh, Udoka going to the Nets almost like worldly accepted when everyone's been saying that everything he did was way worse than what we've all heard? Yeah. Whatever happened to that? Yeah. Too? So so. Yeah, so so the first part as far as Joe Mazzulla, that's the guy right now. That's Joe Mazzulla is yeah. the guy moving Fucking forward for the Celtics. I, I I'm not. It's unclear when they're going to officially remove that interim title. Probably not till after the year. The and and you know you 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 redo his contract, you restructure everything. But the fact that the Celtics were willingly allowing Ime Udoka to part ways, and, and even now, if a team comes out of nowhere and and, and in, in, you know initiates conversation, they're willing to let Ime Udoka go. So. That lets you know how they view his future in Boston. Uh, there probably isn't one, given the fact that they're willing to let him go with ease right now. As far as the situation with the Nets, that was the guy who the Nets had planned to hire. But if you guys all remember, during that moment, uh, not only you, you have coach firing in Steve Nash, you have the Kyrie Irving situation, which was at its peak. And then you do have these questions around Ime Udoka, the investigation that the Nets had to undertake. Um, and then also there, there were internal and external, I'm told, outcries about the potential hiring of Ime Udoka. And I think paired with the whole Kyrie Irving uh, you know, situation at that point, it just made it too untenable for them to go and, and, and hire Ime Udoka at the time. And they pivoted. And Jock Vaughn, I think at that point, was some something three and, and like had won two of three or three of four of his games. And yeah. they, they went with him as, as their full-time head coach for the season. How are the Nets right now? Are they good? Everything good over there? Is Kevin Durant just the best player on earth still? Uh, is Kyrie Irving back in there? Has he accomplished everything that he was supposed to accomplish before returning to the court? KD is still one of the best players on the uh, on, on, in, in the league. I, I think like the Kyrie Irving, Ben Simmons, how will this situation, how will this trio work? That's still very much up in the air. Ben Simmons is out tonight. 
Kyrie Irving oh, just got know? back uh, oh. last weekend. So when was the last time we talked to you? He's still trying to figure it, it out. Months ago, yeah. and then the, before that, months before that, yeah. and then before that, months before that. <laughs> it's the same conversation about the next. Yeah. Just they don't have a coach anymore. So right. what is the deal? Are they ever going to figure it out? We think is this the last year for this team to figure it out? And then. <laughs> Is that what's going to take place? I mean, listen, if, if, if this team this team is championship or bust, for sure. So okay. if this team doesn't make it bust. to at least the conference finals <laughs> or the finals, they're going to have to figure out what they're going to do with their future, which probably, you know, the, the Kevin Durant question looms large. He's going to have, I think, three years left on his deal after this year. So yeah. that question will definitely be one to look at, depending on how far the Nets go this year. Ty Schmidt, your question for Sham Sharania. Yeah, Sham, speaking of Kyrie, it seems like one week they're talking about trading him and saying, get this guy the fuck out of here. He stinks. We're done dealing with him. And then the week after, it's like we're very committed to, you know, seeing things seeing things through with Kyrie and the Nets. Like, what the hell is going to happen? Is there a chance that he gets traded to the Lakers? I know we've talked about that, and you've kind of shot it down several times, but it does seem like every week and a half they bring that back up like that's a possibility. What the hell is going on with Kyrie? I mean, I, I think I think it's a tough situation with Kyrie Irving because, you know, if, if it was a normal situation where he was actually playing in these games and, and it's been, you know, smooth sailing this year, there would be a Kyrie Irving market if they were trying to trade him. But right now there just is not a market uh, place. And, and that's just the, the reality of the situation. Now, he needs to get on the court playing games because we, we've seen him. The other night, guys, in their win um, against Orlando, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant accounted for 60% of the Nets' offense. Like, that's the burden that that team and, and those two players have <laughs> there. So Kyrie Irving still got it. He just needs to be on the floor and, and produce and, and perform. And then at that point, I do think a market can start to form. Um, I'm not sure if the Lakers have any new interest there. You know, But there's going to be a Kyrie Irving suitor. He just needs to play games. Uh, is the trade deadline already passed or no? No, trade deadline is February 9th, I believe. No, so there's a, 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 a notable date coming up. <laughs> Super December 15th is a notable date, guys, okay. to, to get NBA fans going. That's the first date that free agents can get trade uh, can get traded. Guys that signed deals in July can now get traded starting December 15th. So you'll see possibly a flurry of, of some more action coming up. So Westbrook potentially getting traded out of the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Oh. Kevin Durant says, hey, Brody, well, we couldn't do in Oklahoma City. We do oh, in Brooklyn. More yeah. eyes here. Okay, get Little you out of L.A. <laughs> Kyrie, <laughs> back to L.A. Yeah, that'd be cool. Or maybe they boom, say, boom. hey, you know what? Let's go to Sacramento. Who? Let's... KD and Russell Westbrook. <laughs> say, you know what? Let's fucking, let's, let's this send This year? Or this year. Let's you're talking about everybody December. Real after Shout December. Yeah. Sacramento Kings, yeah. by the way. They're Shout hot right now. Good team. Right now. Let's go, Kings. Light the beam. They're running it. Beam team. Sacramento Kings. Um, I don't know the feasibility of a Russell Westbrook for Kyrie Irving trade. I, I would not put that much stock oh, into that question. one. Okay, all right, Shams. you got to be professional, so I appreciate you doing that. <laughs> Last question uh, here from all of us to you, Shams. Obviously, we've seen you on the stadium network. Yep. Mm-hmm. We've seen you on the athletic. Right. Now we get an opportunity to watch you every single week, multiple times on FanDuel TV with Run It Back. What an incredible program. Great Best. program. We see you on Twitter. We see you on Instagram. Shut up. Shout out Up and Adams as well, K. Adams Show. Hell yeah. yeah, shout yeah. out Up and Adams. Shout out Fando TV as a whole. I've been told, though, that you have a whole other platform. Whoa. That <laughs> Here we go. That you have not let people know about. Is, is there a time 
And is that time now for you to kind of come out and just say, I've been running a few gates. I got a burner. Uh-huh. I've been marketing deals. Okay. I've been marketing deals myself. I Sham Sharanya. If somebody wants to get in on fucking Hoop Central, they can negotiate with that as well. Are you are you running a burner account that has millions? Hey, millions of followers without telling anybody about it and taking none of the credit or the business end of it? Let's go, Shams. Good for you. Go, Shami. Is that you, Shams? Yeah, Pat. Yeah, Pat. Yeah, Pat. I'm uh, I'm I'm doing my own work right now with the athletic, with stadium, with FanDuel, you know, reporting and, and doing all my news. And then yes, on the side. I'm also somehow putting out 500 tweets a day <laughs> and aggregating news and also getting a million followers on Twitter. Yeah, that's like I definitely have the time and the energy to do all that. Unfortunately, I don't have the time or the juice. Uh, I'm sorry to all the me. Not buying. Unfortunately, that isn't me. But listen, shout out to that account. They do a good job as far as when they aggregate information, they always check to make sure that they're aggregating it the right way. That's really what happened that day. Uh, so, you know, shout out to them. But unfortunately, I don't have the time or the juice to do all that. But I appreciate everyone online who thinks I actually have the time and, and, and the strength, the manpower, the will to do all you that. You don't take naps. Yeah, yeah. we're funny. You don't like naps. We don't take naps. We're anti-naps, but we also, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, DB, Pat, I don't, I don't have the time. Are you still pro lunch? <laughs> Are you still pro lunch? Yeah. Oh yeah. Listen, I'm pro all meals: breakfast, lunch, Why? and dinner. Why? You can't you can't you can't miss those meals, man. Got to right. make them. Well, we're, the fork, though. we're proud of you. Yeah. I feel like I just I feel like I just broke the hearts of. For everyone that was listening that yeah. thought I was running well, that account. Whoever runs Hoop Central is very thankful that you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, whoever runs Hoop Central is like, yeah, I put out 500 tweets yeah. a day. I built this thing over to a million, and Sham Sharani's getting fucking credit for it with 10 other jobs. Okay. <laughs> so they're the only ones that are probably pretty happy about it. But I think it's believable because the engine that you have, pal, and the ability that you have to always be on, we are nothing short of very thankful for and big fans of. Ladies and gentlemen, Sham Sharani. If he was running another hustle where he was selling that, like yeah. he just did the FanDuel TV business, what if he had Hoop Central get a deal with DraftKings TV or whatever? Oh, Sham Sharani's just sitting in his fucking thing, just pulling the fool. All right, I need to create another burner. Let's do a Love Quotes account. <laughs> yeah. Let's get yeah. this one going. Yeah, so I get it with Hallmark. I told everybody to uh, be prepared to have a question for Sham Sharani because I haven't been following along with NBA as much as I should to have a conversation with the insider of sure. the NBA. <laughs> I go around the room, you know, when Sham's giving an answer. I go to Connor. Connor goes, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I go to Ty, you have a question? Ty goes, yep, I can get a question. I go to Tone. Tone goes, no. Tony. I'm like, Tone, what That's are we? not what I did. Tone, that is Tony. That's not what that I did. what you did. I went, I mean, I had one. What was it? What did I miss? I was going to say, hey, Shams, pretend someone hasn't watched one minute of NBA basketball this entire season. Like, what's a storyline that you'd want to get out there and let that person know about? That's a good question. I should ask that one, to be honest with you, because that's where I was living Same, at. That's where I live at. Diba, you asked that follow-up, and then I asked him if he had another question. He was like, no, nah, I just asked it. Well, you were going to ask about take I, I had files? two questions. You, had, you asked him. Which you asked, one? I was going to ask about the Lakers. Okay. Uh, I mean, you're a great journalist, so. I'm not. It's literally the, the only. I was going to ask him about the vibes with the Nets with Kyrie and I think Ty. See, so you and me are doing the same thing. It's football season. Yeah, exactly. Tell me about Kevin Durant. Tell me about LeBron James. <laughs> we didn't uh, get a Zion update. It's the only thing we Call him back. Call him back. Call him back. Call him back. That's good call, Foxy. Yep. Did you see what Ty did to Zion? I didn't do anything to Zion. 
He couldn't even answer a question about what he was wanted to eat for Thanksgiving. Yeah, I got, <laughs> I, I got Zion back. Is what I did. Because he, he said, if I answer this question, the whole internet's going to fucking yeah. make fun of me. He said, you're trying to get me right now. Oh, I don't yeah. think it's Ty. You, you, Ty uh, who would it no. have been? I don't know. Any of the other people yeah, that have been float? murdering Zion? Yeah, maybe Zion? the people yeah, who fucking strung him up like a blimp for Mardi That's Gras. Yeah. Which actually happened. That, that actually happened. happened. Okay, I well, called Zion a fatso well, we when know, he was a fatso. We know anti- He's not anymore. Anti-fatso was leading the charge on this show, though. <laughs> Joining us now... Ladies and gentlemen, the insider for the insiders, to all that are associated with the association, ladies and gentlemen, Shams Sharanya. Shams, we're doing a briefing after the call to see what I had missed because I have not been paying attention. A briefing? Attention. Yeah. Yeah, we're doing a, a briefing. Yeah. I'm just I'm just chiming in on the briefing right now, the PMS briefing. Let's yeah. do well, it. you heard about the end of it there, yeah. and we realized that we did you know, miss something that we normally... Is Zion playing? Is Zion in more sh- better shape right now? Is he playing every game? Are they still resting him? What's the future look like? And are the Pelicans a team? Are we good? Are we going to be on primetime television when games matter? Is Zion going to be on TV when games matter, whenever the football season kind of slows down here towards the end? Listen, I, I, when, when I went on Up and Adams for the first time, they were looking for a team to root for. Like, the Pelicans are that team because of how young they are. You want to root for a guy like Zion Williamson. The way that, you know, he's he's only played 100 – I think he just reached 100 games in his career. Congratulations, Zion. That's it. There's 82. Second years. highest point total behind, I think, Michael Jordan in those 100 games. Like, that's an oh, impressive yeah. Boom. Thank you, Zion. Congrats, young king. Only, only 100 games in his first four seasons. Boo-hoo. Boom. But, like, the way Boom. that he plays when he's on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> you, you 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 have to. I mean, he's, he's a real talent. Yeah, um, and, no and shit. So I think right now he's playing. He's a full go. There are moments where he does get banged up, though. He had a foot injury recently. Yep. Um, he missed a couple games with. So I think the Pelicans, what they're doing right now, their strategy when their guys get hurt. You have Ingram right now out with a toe injury. When their guys get hurt, they want to take their time. They want to bring bring them back slowly. So okay, I think well, that's been what. Doing that Zion two years. Yeah. Listen. I think I think listen, I, I personally think that it's a fine strategy when you're when you've got young guys you're trying to preserve them, but we do want to see Zion on the court. He looks amazing right yes, now. Yes, okay, that's great news. Thank yeah. you, Shams. Go, sorry about that, Shams. Oh, boy, Thank you, Shams. Shams. Joining us now is a man who doesn't have those problems because he just pisses while we're live <laughs> underneath the desk that he sits at. Mm-hmm. In an attic, an Ohio college football national champion, Super Bowl champion, Ryder Cup champion, COVID survivor, AJ Hawk. Hey, oh. AJ, there was a little bit of a urinary issue here in the first hour. D but had just said, fuck it, I'm out of here. Did you see that happen? And what are your thoughts on it? <laughs> Uh, I did not get to see D-Buck get up, but you know what? Credit to him, man. It's dangerous. You sit there and you got to pee really bad. Like You can't focus on anything but that. I understand, and I am a man who has an active bladder as well. I also appreciate the fact he just got up. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Despicable. Just didn't say a single thing. Yep. Was supposed to raise his hand and ask, like, ask if he's allowed to go or what? I mean, it's pretty noticeable when you're just... Yeah. When there's five people sitting on a stage, eight that's kind of blocked in, you know what I mean? And we're doing a shot from the wide where everybody's like, whenever no, it's we weren't, yeah, we were tight. It was a tight shot. We've been bouncing. We've been bouncing all day. That's what got it. Somebody made me laugh. I said, oh, shit. It didn't even that's say anything. Like, I, AJ, I personally think to, I appreciate the move <laughs> that you did there. I appreciate you just get up there. He's a saboteur today. It's bullshit. But not, yeah, step and turn off the power before we even start. <laughs> you know, so there's no sound to start the show. I don't know if you saw that we certainly stumbled out of the gates but i think darius should have just said up oh, gonna go pee you know just Throw something like in. that <laughs> got a piss he's yep. got up and left i thought something bad happened no, i, I no was like my putt 
and yeah, he goes, shit, I should have done it like that. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, when you just walk off that way. Nobody's made a putt on this green in a long time for any money. It's no. ridiculous. Zito came out here and practiced a little bit ago. Zito, you keep fucking around. You're going to be out here this hour trying to win some people. Yeah, it. Can't wait to watch it. Uh, AJ, let's talk about some things that were being talked about from the Aaron Rodgers <clears throat> conversation before we get to Tiny Miola, the original Captain America of the soccer team. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is now being traded after this season. Did you see that? That kind of took off on the internet, and I thought we missed something. Did he say something that alluded to that, or is that just the success of Jordan Love with Aaron still being on contract and everybody assuming? Assuming he's getting traded and what are your thoughts on that as a thought that was certainly real on the internet last night yeah i did see uh some of that i i mean i guess yeah people just assume do they assume that the, the packers don't want him back they think jordan love is the guy and they're ready to move on from him is that what people assume from seeing the little bit of action he got i don't know i, I honestly have no idea i have no idea i think that's why they wanted people or people were calling for him to be pulled by the floor so hey we can use this season that is turning out to be nothing to see what we got with the guy that we spent a first-round draft pick on. So I think that is the reasoning behind the people that were all calling for him to be pulled or calling for him to sit out the rest of the season. Now, those people fail to acknowledge like the $50 million that Aaron's getting paid to play football for the Green Bay Packers this year. And I understand like it would be a good time to get Jordan Love. Mathematically, not eliminated yet. Nope. You still have a quarterback on a contract for the next couple years. That's pretty fucking good, Uh, even though Jordan Love – is in an interesting situation that none of us wish for Jordan Love to be in, okay? Not, we, we think Jordan Love, great guy. Not Jordan Love's fault to be in that situation. But it is crazy how the things get going. And if you listen to what Aaron says, Aaron's like, I'm fucking playing. What are we even talking about? Yeah. I'm playing football. They're paying me a lot of money to play football. And even if they weren't, it's football. This is how this whole thing goes. How do you see it panning out? You think it's going to get to a situation like uh, Aaron and Brett did? Is that what yeah. this is going to happen here with the Packers faithful? Because wasn't that a real thing? I wasn't a Packers fan then. Yeah, but that was a very real thing back in the day. For sure, right? but... Favre retired, and then they and then they basically said like, "All right, sounds good. We're going with Aaron." And then Favre decided like, "Well, actually, you know what? I'm I don't want to retire." So he came back. I haven't figured out how to <laughs> how to rob poor people yet. I'm yes, still working yeah. on it, but I don't I don't have the plan complete yet. So he came back. Then they traded him to the Jets. But I don't know. That, this kind of goes back to draft night. And, again, nothing against Jordan Love, but it's like – Honestly, it's why nothing I, against Jordan no, Love. No, but it's why I was so pissed off, and it's why a lot of Packers fans were pissed off because now you're in a position where, like, if you watched games, you knew – yeah, Rodgers maybe at that point hadn't been playing as well as he had, you know, historically. But, like, he wasn't washed, and now you're in a situation where you're handcuffed and you have this guy where you, you don't – you know what you have with him a little bit, but not necessarily enough to extend him, you know, which is what they're going to have to do. Like, they should have just gone again with Rodgers, and then you start this whole process. If they drafted someone in this upcoming offseason, then, like, that makes sense. But to do it when they did, it still is just mind-boggling. Yeah, and Jordan Love, obviously has taken it all in stride. He's gotten better. Darius Slay, we played a portion of his podcast, Big Play Slay, which is an awesome <laughs> podcast, I think, if – if the minute that I watched is anything like the rest of the podcast, I think it's a great, great fucking show. podcast. Sweet. He talked about how, you know, when a defense sees that Aaron Rodgers is walking off the field, you know, we're all like, hey, you know, this is a good day. Probably going to get a pick. Mm-hmm. D-line, a little bit more yeah. excited, probably a little bit more indecisive, probably going to do it. And then he talked about how Jordan Love, this guy is – copy and pasting Aaron almost he said he was like impressed with Jordan Love he's obviously been in the back pocket of Aaron since he's got there and he's learned from it's the right person to do it I think Jordan has handled this all very well as well and it has not been an easy situation at all for him to be in AJ 
No, I mean, what a unique situation to get drafted to the Packers. All of this stuff is still going on. Like, he's, what, three years in now, and there's still all this. Who knows what this offseason looks like? So, yeah, I think it was good to see Jordan Love get in there and just look confident, look comfortable, like he could run the offense. I'm sure that felt good for the Packers. And also for Jordan Love to get the compliments from Darius Slay, I think that'll go a long way for that there, too. I think so, too. Just like they say Christian Watson, that man right there, who uh, his entire confidence changed after one play, after he made a big-time play, and ever since he's had, what, six in the last three weeks or yeah. something like yeah. that, six touchdowns, it could change there. Jordan Love having good film in meaningful football games against a good team right. is great for Jordan Love in his camp. I don't think the Green Bay Packers would have any problem trading Aaron Rodgers if they were looking to trade Aaron Rodgers. The media's perspective of Aaron Rodgers versus other players, you're a big play slay like, that's the right guy to fucking copy and paste. It's a goat. Yeah. You got yeah. one of the goats right there. Obviously, Aaron's doing that whole thing. And I think there is a lot of GMs around the NFL that would be like, oh, the guy who does ayahuasca, is that why we're not taking him? Uh we don't like him because he does ayahuasca? Yeah. Well, yeah, he also didn't get vaccinated. Oh, that son of a bitch. Do we have to worry about that anymore? No. His arms still work? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, we'll fucking certainly sign up to pay a fucking Aaron Rodgers to come to our team. Uh-huh. I just, I hope Packers fans know that. Like, I hope Packers fans know that because uh, I saw some Packers fans that yeah. were tweeting last night that seemingly did not, they were saying take the hit because nobody's going to want him and move on. <laughs> so we don't have the drama. I'm like, you have no idea what it's like, okay, you Green Bay. I was lucky to be a part of the Colts organization. When Peyton left, Andrew Luck came in, okay? That is a great situation. And they kept saying, oh, this is like Brett going to Aaron. And I'm not saying that Jordan Love isn't going to be the next one that carries that baton of great football. But if he isn't, it gets real dark real quick. Hey, <laughs> it gets, real quick. It gets yeah. real dark real quick as a fan base. And I just think Packers fans need to understand that yeah. and need to recognize that because if Aaron – was announced to come to the Indianapolis Colts, they might put a fucking statue up of him before he even takes a snap here <laughs> yeah, in Indianapolis. Put hey, put a banner, yeah, put a fucking flag. the ring of honor. We got Aaron Rock. Tone was not impressed <laughs> yeah. with him. Yeah, Tone was not impressed Harbaugh with him. Harbaugh was there for two years. Why? Pretty crazy. His name's on the ring of honor. Hey, they they have a AFC finals. Our, <laughs> ring of honor, all right? There's, all those guys are. I don't know if everybody did, to be honest yes. with you. There's there a couple guys before I got there. Uh, you look up there, and you just see the amount of years they were there. And then you, like, look up the history books of the Colts, and they don't own any of them. Nope. And, but they were a necessity to get the Colts to where they are today. That's right. Damn so right. that is why Was they Marshall were... Falk traded away? Because I thought I saw his name up there. Too. Yep, yep. He was, he was traded yeah, away. He weird. Was, he was traded away. <laughs> huh. Which I think Jim on the other side was like – Brother, we appreciate you doing that because they got Edge. Yeah. Right, Edron James. It's like, oh, he was, he was, <laughs> Marshall's a Hall of Fame player and he was on our team for a little bit. So put him up there. No, I think it was Jim going, <laughs> tough situation. Yeah. It's a win win for both. Everybody won a Super Harbaugh Bowl. Harbaugh took that? the Niners to the Super Bowl. Put his fucking name up there. <laughs> <laughs> it was a cult. Disrespect. I'm proud of the guys that have gone in there, though, that Hell I've yeah. done. What years yeah. were his hardball there? Like 95 to, to 97, I think it said, or something like good that. Good years. What? Some solid years. That's ridiculous. I don't think they were that good. Yeah. I, I, Look, yeah. The loss to the Steelers in the AFC Championship. That was a hey, fucking good. Didn't they have the number one pick? <laughs> to semifinals. <laughs> All right. Anyways. <laughs> Sorry. I proud of everybody in the ring of honor. Yeah, I guess. And if you're going to make a ring of honor for the United States men's national team, 
This guy's the first fucking name in there. Goddamn right. If I'm voting, okay, if I'm voting, first name on there. Oh, who are you putting in there? Oh, it's an Italian man. Mm-hmm. Who is the Italian man? Well, he was a goalie who did backflips on the fucking field, led the MLS to basically kick off their entire league, was a stallion for the United States American team, and a guy whose name is synonymous with incredible soccer. The soccer Lombardi's coming home, and I hope they give a ring to this guy. Ladies and gentlemen, Tony Miola. Yeah! What's up, boys? Paisan. How you doing, fellas? Paisan, thank you. I, are you guys as tired as I am, man? I've been up at 5 o'clock every goddamn morning, and now the games aren't at 5. I'm still getting up. Well, I want to let you know, Tony, that's why we had you come on, because we have not been waking up that early. We've only been watching the highlights. We have not dove in completely. Let's go into this whole thing. Obviously, games at like 5 and 9 and 11 and 1 uh, or at 2 o'clock all morning from Cutter, and we want to ask you about, you know, Cutter being the host country and everything that's happened there. And then obviously the Sepp Blatter documentary that's on Netflix that all of us who grew up, you know, dedicating our entire lives to soccer and everything like that. Kind of tough to watch that take place. But you assume that type of shit's going to happen when you have that type of power. Let's just talk about the soccer specifically. The United States get a massive win over Iran yesterday. Christian Pulisic scores a goal. Shout out to him. Goal plus U.S. money line was like plus 338 yesterday. Big money, no whammy. Cemented his legacy as a United States guy. What are their chances now against Netherlands? I don't think I know enough about Netherlands or the rest of the tournament as a whole. Do we have a team that could go, Tony? And why aren't we scoring? Do we need more of that? Yeah, I think well, a couple couple things there. First, Christian Pulisic, right? He needed his World Cup moment. He needed that. Every athlete, right, needs that. Christian Pulisic got it yesterday against Iran. And I know when they showed the replay, I don't know how many men are in the world, but everyone's watching that replay going, oh, boy, we know what that feels like. Yes. Right? Uh, and and um, I, I texted with his dad today. It seems like he's doing okay. He's day-to-day right now, but I would expect that he plays against the Netherlands. With regards to the Netherlands, this is a team with massive, massive names. This is a team with massive, massive personalities. But truth be told, they've underwhelmed so far. Even though they did win the group, uh, Group A, they, they, they have not been impressive. With that said, uh, if there's a team in the, in the World Cup right now, based on how they're playing, I would put Argentina. We're going to find out this afternoon about Argentina if they end up going through. The Netherlands is a team that you shouldn't be surprised that if they have two or three more levels, where I think most of the teams we've seen who they are right now. So... To your question, are they beatable? There's no doubt about it. This is a very young U.S. team. Um, they, they're doing things that maybe some people didn't expect to do. They've been – keep in mind, they haven't lost yet. There haven't been many teams that haven't lost uh, in this competition. They haven't give up a go- given up a goal and run and play. The only one was a penalty kick goal that they gave up, right? So they've got – Matt Turner's pitched two shutouts. By the way, another New Jersey goalkeeper. i just throw that in there. Region right? one, hell yeah, um, stud. Yeah, you got it, Region 1. Um, and when you look at the performances of the six halves that they played, they've been the better side in five halves. I don't know that we'd, we would have expected that. So uh, they're in a pretty good moment right now. It's not a team, Pat, uh, that I thought going into this tournament was going to score two and three goals a game. Just not that team. What's the one position we have said for months we need to continue to build. And that's the number nine position, right? Greg has rotated both games, and we might see someone as a new striker um, playing in the next match. Tony, when you're, when you're playing goalie, kind of a technical question, and you have, someone's taking a PK on you, what are you looking at? What are you trying to read first? I'm always curious about that. 
Yeah, hips, right? So if your hips are pointing one way, it's kind of hard to put the ball the other way, right? And, but there are guys that can do it. But, hell, man, these guys are so lucky now. You know how much videotape? We were we had uh, VHS tape when I was playing, you know? We didn't, we didn't have – now you can look at every penalty kick that every guy has taken for the last 10 years, you know? And, and we didn't have any of that stuff. But, um, yeah, it would, be, it would be hips and then timing, right? People have a, an issue when you see a guy hop and jump. It's almost – I equate it to baseball. My kids are, are into baseball, right? And I equate it to like a changeup, right? It looks like a fastball. Uh, it acts like a fastball, except it does something different than a fastball. So when you see that, it's they're trying to break the rhythm of the goalkeeper in and his timing of when to dive, depending on where he makes a decision to dive. So like, there's an art form to it, right? There are some guys that are really good at penalty kicks and some guys b- both taking them and saving them. And I think that's why you see – Sometimes in the Netherlands was one of them in 2014 that actually changed their goalkeeper twice uh, going into penalty kicks. Yeah, some guys get a good read on it. It feels like a good sense and everything like that. You you certainly were one of those guys. That's why, you know, when I scored as an 11 year old against you at the Con <laughs> soccer camps, I uh, knew that that was a moment that I'd remember for the rest uh-huh. of my life. And here we are, you know, chit chatting. But it does feel like modern soccer penalties more important than ever. Or or am I just caught in the moment it feels like there's much more penalty kicks than there's ever been and much more important ones than there's ever been am i wrong in thinking that no no because we have var now right so you think about the years of how many penalty kicks referees may have missed or weren't willing to call right now you don't have to make a call right if you're a referee you don't really have to blow the whistle because you've got this security of having uh, var and going to the video monitor and seeing it again which we never had in the past so if it wasn't called it wasn't called and you had to make a split decision um, so when you think of it from that regard, I'm not so surprised. Um, and we're gonna, we're now starting Saturday with the U.S. at 10 o'clock. And by the way, all the games are at 10 and 2 moving forward. From yesterday on through the rest of the tournament, um, we're, we're getting into rounds where you're gonna, there's no more draws, right? We, we gotta figure out a winner. 10 a.m. they're on Saturday? Yeah, 10 a.m. Yep. Don't we have any pool? Can yeah, we go at two? Can we go? On. Don't we have any pool? Can we just say now nah, we're going at two o'clock? We're America, you know that whole thing. Uh, let's. Can I go back to the team itself? Because you said we're looking for a number nine, and for those that don't know soccer, like the nine is the striker up top. That's why you see a lot of the great goal scorers throughout history have worn the number mm-hmm. nine because that's the position of nine. Gio Reyna not playing now. I know he's been injured, but I think did you play for his dad? You know his dad. I assume you do. Uh, the family. Well, pre- I played. I played in a World Cup. Yeah, I played in a World Cup with Claudio. Yeah, so this dude is, and his mom, I think, professional soccer player as well. We've seen him play great, great soccer. Seems like he could be a guy that could solve a lot of our problems, maybe. I don't know. He's grown up in the academies in Europe. Greg Berhalter is not playing him. Is it because he's not fit? He's not in shape? Obviously, that video of him going through the hotel yesterday, locked in, while everybody else is celebrating in desk. This dude's got so much swag. I'm a big fan of his. He wasn't happy that he got subbed out. Christian Pulisic got his balls checked out. He's celebrating back at the hotel. That moment right there, though, a G in the background with his headphones on walking through is kind of what stole the conversation to that whole video after getting you know knocked through to the next round what is it with is he not in shape is he not fit and what do you see from him going forward do you think tony that that's been the big mystery you know when we talk about lineups i expected he would start at least one game in the first round there was that little discrepancy with greg talked about they had a fitness check after or or prior to the first game against wales that led everybody to believe that hey is he potentially injured here 
Um, he said after the game that he was 100% fit. So there's been a little bit of a, a discrepancy. in pet. You guys all know, right? You cover enough sports. There, there's no, fr- from all the so-called experts, right, there's no sort of uh, soccer reason why you wouldn't see Gio Reyna on the field. So it leads you to believe that maybe he's just not the guy for Greg or maybe there's something else going on that we don't know about. But we, we've seen this a million times in sports. Well, also in soccer, politics is played a you know, especially in the United States, American soccer for Come a long on. time, hasn't it? I mean, for a lo- literally, that's been a part of the problem. Yeah, hasn't it? Yeah, it is. I, I don't. I, yeah, I don't know that it it, it plays out here. Um, again, what happens in that camp, we don't know. We can only just True. assume, right? I've been in those camps three times uh, in three different World Cups, and I used to read things that were happening outside and thinking. Man, that guy knows nothing about what's going on inside. And you know, we've seen this in every sport, right? It's it's everywhere. Agreed. So I guess we shouldn't just automatically assume the worst, but we can't score a fucking goal, and a guy is a fucking goal scorer, and his name is a pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So we put him yeah. in there. Uh, Darius Butler played uh, nine years in the NFL. Has a question for you, Tony, after watching the World Cup. Yes, sir. Hey, what's up, Tony? So uh, watching the World what's Cup, up, a lot of these goalies, man, putting a lot of nice punts out there. There are a lot of goalies that transfer uh, to the football, American football and punt. And then question, part two of my question, how close were you to being a kicker or a punter for the Giants? A little birdie told me you might have got close. Jets. Oh, oh Jets. Okay. Jets. I dropped the ball. The That's Pete, 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 uh, Pete Carroll was the head coach at that time, who, by the way, I remained friends. Great, great guy. Um, yeah, I was close. I, I hated it, though, man. I really hated it. It's, it was it was the most boring. You go from <laughs> diving around and picking balls out of the corner, and it was the most boring job. I was with you guys, were, and, and Pat, you'd remember. I don't know if the rest of you guys would remember. Nick Lowry was there, and I had the chance to, to work with Nick back then when he I, – I think he came from the Kansas City Chiefs, if I'm not mistaken, to the Jets. Um, and I, I thought if I'm, I always wanted to do it. And I thought if I'm ever going to learn to do this, I got a pretty good chance with Nick. But um, you know, I got injured right before the season, and and it was it was almost a blessing in disguise, to be honest with you. But to translate to goalkeepers, man, there are a lot of guys. I, I would think more more kickoffs and, and field goals than punting because the way the game has changed now, everything is struck off the ground. So. Um, I would think they translate more that way than anything. Seems like guys are bombing balls right now. Back in the day, somebody take a goal kick and they got it to like you know near the other eighteen. Everybody's like, look at how fucking big this guy's leg is. Now it feels like every goalie can huck it. Is the ball different? Have they changed the ball, or is it just technique changing? What do you think it is? Yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. And look, the athletes are just bigger and stronger now. I th- I think the the one thing you guys are you know majority football guys, right? I mean, I think if you actually went on the on the sideline of one of these games, you'd realize how big like you, okay, Netherlands, how big Virgil Van Dyke is. Their goalkeeper six foot eight, Nopert, that you're going to play. Like, I think you'd be surprised how big some of these guys really are. Just different built athletes, right? Yeah, and the balls are flying. I can't wait. Tone has a question for you, fellow Paisan. Uh, Tony, we Pat kind of talked about it a little bit earlier. Uh, I've been wondering it. Dest has been subbed off, I believe, in every game. Uh, and, and after him, after him, it feels like there's a pretty decent drop off to, to Shaq Moore, who's gone in the last two games. Or how come Yedlin's not going in for him? And is it just a, a baby. is it a cardio thing with Dest because he's up and down that that side the entire game? What's going on with that position? Yeah, look, you hit the nail on the head. First off, I believe Yedlin did come in in the Wales game, right? And it's been Shaq more in the last two games, yep. if, I, if I have that correct. Nashville, um, I see Shaq, Keep right? in mind, 
Yeah, Na- Nashville, and he was playing in Spain. But keep, keep in mind, I watch Sergio Dest because AC Milan is my team, right? It's the team I support around the world. So I watch him every single week. Um, he's not played very much um, for Milan over the – and he didn't play at Barcelona at all, really, before he went to Milan in the transfer window at the end of the summer. So I'm not really surprised, uh, but there was a moment – I think you're talking about the England game – when he came off the field and he had a few words and I asked about it after the game and I asked the PR people in uh, U.S. soccer if they had anything on because we saw a little glimpse of him turning back and I don't know, you couldn't tell who he was upset with. It certainly wasn't the referee because he wasn't looking at the field. So, yeah, yeah but I, I think all in all, he's been pretty damn good in this competition so far. I think he just is run out of gas because he doesn't really have fitness under him. Yeah, and that is a big part of it in the soccer sport. Like, uh, they were talking about boxing when Floyd took on Conor McGregor, and all the super boxing people were like, Conor, yeah, he might have a couple good rounds, but boxing fitness is just a different thing. Like, you have to have cardio in boxing, and it, 11 rounds is what Conor, and mm-hmm. it was incredible work by Conor. I think it should have been applauded. Soccer fitness is a big deal. That was something I was never that great at. You know, these lungs, for whatever <laughs> reason, just weren't always the biggest part of it. It's hard to judge, though, from the outside looking in. Like, does that guy have anything left, or does he not have anything left? And I assume Burhalter is trying to figure that out as we go, so I guess we shouldn't judge as hard. Last question before we let the legend Tony Miola go. I know you have a lot to do. Messi's coming to Miami. Cristiano Ronaldo, I know he's getting offered like $207 million allegedly from Saudi Arabia. He's up. Is he coming to the MLS? Is it our sport now, Tony? Is this, is it our sport now? Are we the are we the leaders in the clubhouse of soccer? Oh, we'd like to think so, man. Or we'd like to think at least it's going that way, right? Look, Messi uh, to Miami, I reported that back in March, that that deal was essentially uh, going to happen if Messi wanted it to happen. Uh, the Cristiano Ronaldo, I just saw the la- latest report, uh, three and a half years, $365 million. <laughs> and uh, I think it's Al Nasser uh, over in uh, Saudi. Is, is that uh, Saudi Saudi Arabia, I believe, right? Yeah. Um, yeah if I'm being honest, I'm kind of over the Cristiano Ronaldo, me, me, me story. I really am. Oh. Uh, I'm a fan anyway. So this whole thing, um, I, I, I'm, I'm like, okay, perfect. I, go make your money. Go do your thing. Uh, you know, when you're getting two million, two and a half million dollars every Instagram post, I, I, it's not like I can feel bad for you because somebody's benching you at, at Manchester United. <laughs> I got to be honest. Uh, okay, what does the this men's team need to do that you think will be a massive success, or they are, have they already accomplished that going into the North America World Cup four years from now? Yeah, I've always said this is built for 2026, but they have a great opportunity here. How do they win this game? they got to win the midfield. Adams, Tyler Adams, our captain, has been outstanding. Weston McKinney and Eunice Musa have to likely have the best game that they, they've had in this tournament to beat the Netherlands. Let's go. Come on, Let's boys. Go. We appreciate you. Paisan, Tony Miola. Hey, this dude eats French toast, toast. donuts, baked potato, baked everything, and then comes in more yolks somehow. That was the yeah. best this morning. It was, wasn't oh, it? Yeah, it smelled so good. I saw you. He gets his plastic knife and fork, and it's just like, we drench this thing with yeah, syrup. Oh, yeah. oh, and he just cuts. What another week of NFL coverage. Yeah. And then he just eats 7,000 calories oh, of yeah. sugar and French toast right yeah. in front of us. And then he comes out here, misses 10 putts, <laughs> makes seven, eight basketball shots straight, yeah. and then just flexes in a mirror like, what's up? Mm-hmm. What's uh-huh. up, dude? So what do you do? You just work out all day when you're not no, traveling eating no. French toast? I've been, take- I've been slipping, man. December 1st, we get back on it. Oh, yeah. On okay. what? This? You have no, been been workout. Yeah, what else? Though? A good routine. 
Good workout. You're down there in South Florida. Okay. I've seen the screwball thing. He's got January. Sal Powell's workout routine. The Sal Palantonio? I got to get with Sal Powell. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Get yeah. with him on Friday. Just Sal Palantonio? Sal Powell's been juicing for 15 years. Whoa. Whoa. No. Whoa. In the best way. Whoa. You mean juicing on 140 confirmed kills. Goddamn right. <laughs> Call of Duty and in real life. Well, Don't compare Tony. Sal Powell to Liver King, all right? Wow. Oh, jeez. Oh, that's a good no. point. Hey, all right. No. Okay, let's address it. Got we have to. to. No. It didn't happen. It's not true. It's propaganda. Those are fake emails. Is this real? Okay. No, yeah, this is real. His yeah. name is Brian Robinson. No, no, no. Something no, no. like Brian that. Running back for the command. Brian Johnson, excuse me. <laughs> that's Brian the Johnson. And he's been juicing every day <laughs> while eating bull t- nuts every single day. I would like to let everybody know. <laughs> That when I was introduced to the Liver King, mm-hmm. which was pretty recent, which I think everybody kind of got the Liver King baptism as of late on the internet, because he's been everywhere, been doing interviews everywhere. Um, my untrained eye, <laughs> <laughs> immediately upon seeing him, oh, yeah, he's natural. Definitely just natural. thought, just happened, just before I learned his story, mm-hmm. just happened to think, okay. That guy has different stuff in his body than I have. Mm-hmm. That guy is probably, with the vascularity that we see here, probably utilizing, if we had to guess, HGH, which what? makes some of his joints look the way they look. He's probably utilizing at least some testosterone boosting in there. Uh, yeah, he's got a muscle where his, uh, where everybody else's like love handles are. Yep. He, he somehow created a ripped muscle there. Yeah. So no, even like the most ripped people you see don't get a ripped muscle there. He figured it out. So you think he had a couple of Tremblone sandwiches sure. maybe and everything else. Then Bailey McComas told me, if you remember this, and I don't like to do this, Bill, because I love Bill. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. We all do. You need to act a little different then if that is the case. Yeah. Same with you, Nick, and everybody else the way to talk to Bill. But Bill, Bill's a pig. Okay. See, I don't think that's true. Bill was. He's disgusting. He's a human. Whoa. All right. So Bill doesn't deserve any of this. Bill is awesome. Bill is too Great guy. Encoding the internet right now. He does a great job. He's a disgusting person. Okay. I don't. What I think what you said first is true. What you said second, slanderous. Tremendous work. Great work ethic. Bam. And we're done. He is absolutely incredible. But as soon as I brought up Liver King... A human pig, literally. All right, he, did pu- so, he did puke on himself and keep the sweatshirt. That's because he was a gamer. Okay, so everything about Bill... This is about Bill, not about Liver King. Bill does not deserve yeah, any of this. No, I, he doesn't. To I add on to that, it was our swear that we could have got him a free one right after. And we told him to throw it away in the trash can that he was standing right next to while he was continuing to puke on himself. And he said, nope, I'm going to keep this He's one. wasteful. No, Puts wow. it in a ball, brings it back into the car. Yeah. The one that he puked into. Didn't puke on us, though. Exactly. That was yeah. nice. So, which is also interesting. Yeah, How much he was is saving he it for dinner for later? <laughs> <laughs> Tony. All these things, slanders. Bill, <laughs> to eat up. Bill, I love you, Bill. I love, love you, Bill. You don't, though. Like, there's a lot of you that don't. I do. I want to let Bill know that I fucking love Me too. Bill. Love you, Bill. But as soon as I said Liver King appears to be on some sort of enhancement drugs. Bill came in and said, I've been following Liver King for a long time. <laughs> he eats livers, which naturally boosts his own testosterone. So oh. although his testosterone is higher than everybody else's, it's because of the raw balls and testicles that he eats and the raw liver that he eats and his um, 
What's his lifestyle called? Uh, primal something. Primal yeah. lifestyle mm-hmm. that naturally boosts his testosterone as opposed to what we do now, which kind of eliminates your testosterone. So Bill told me that straight face immediately upon me saying, this guy's definitely on stuff. Yeah. That was a real thing, I guess. Everybody believed that that's actually what it was. Yep. Yeah. I thought we all understood that that was like... Uh, uh, yeah, me too. Like, I assume too. I watched Derek, the dude Derek for More Plates, More Dates. I mentioned him on here. He's this jack dude who talks about it. I think he kind of exposed the emails or whatever like why are people losing their mind look at the guy he's got a vein in that right or left bicep left. that runs from his shoulder yeah, all the way down that you wild. see that looks like it's four inches around like the dude is unbelievable we'll say he's incredibly jacked yeah yeah okay he's very jocked. very jocked. who cares if he i know he's been he's been fighting hard saying he's been natural i guess that's why people are upset so he said all he takes is the supplements that he was selling so then that's where the fraud comes right so that's when the fraud yeah. Starts coming in there. But anybody with eyes and just, you know, a mirror where they can see themselves mm-hmm. would say, <laughs> okay. Has he responded? Has he responded? He's been questioning about steroids a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know about this particular allegation of his uh, his stuff. Getting well, no, this one's the first one with, like, evidence that supposed leaked emails and stuff. Like, now, now it's... It's getting big. Darius, you saw his routine. Are you on the same one? Is that what, is that, what yeah, that, makes is that just a standard? I have, I have not seen his routine. One of my friends, uh, my guy Matt, uh, he always he would tell me, hey, man, you need to eat some raw, you know, liver, this or that. I actually saw that guy a couple months ago, but same thing. As soon as I saw him. Where did you see him? Okay, that guy's on the internet probably. Yeah, on the internet. Oh. Yeah. So I, saw I don't know if you saw him down at one because yeah. he was making appearances. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was no, a celebrity. Liver king. Big time. I didn't see him in person, but uh, – I mean, it's obvious. Has Bull he says he's making like $100 million or what? something a year. He oh, said yeah. he's making crazy money. Yeah, the pro- I mean, Bill McComas would have bought anything. <laughs> when it, yeah. Bill, whenever we talked to uh, Jack Carr, Jack Carr, mm-hmm. he was the go-to. It was like, I'm so thankful you're here, here, Bill, because he's read every single book and he's listened to every single audio tape and he's done everything. Mm-hmm. He's a Jack Owns Carr. all the weapons. Jack yep. Carr stand, yes. He practiced with all the weapons, have the double axes. Yep. Yeah, like Wankler the whole, axes. So he was he prepped, like, he prepped me perfectly for the conversation. Like I, I said, I've watched the series. Is there anything else I need to know? He's like, sit down. And I got like, <laughs> bam, full Billy McComas thing. I'm like, thank you. Video game stuff happens. Bill's uh, invested in it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Bill, is there anything else I need to know? Bill goes, sit down. Boom. Yeah, Basically tells me this stuff. Like, I, I really appreciate everything that he brings to the table. Liver King, I did not expect him to be a, a diehard for. Oh, yeah. He was all the way in, and I would assume he has supported the business that is the Liver King, living in a mansion, traveling the world, getting millions and millions of views, becoming a fitness god yes. for people, basically, in a whole new routine. Uh, but as soon as you see a zoom-in shot like that of his back, <laughs> if you weren't automatically zooming, he was maybe taking a little extra. I do, I do have to question you as well, I think. And that is, uh, that is a massive problem on the Internet these days. Well, until your point about Bill, didn't you have to calm him down this morning because he was almost, you know, crying about the Super Smash Bros. tournament that got canceled? Yeah, the Super Smash uh, World Tour mm-hmm. Super Party Tournament. Uh, Got canceled. Was that again? Yeah, the Smash World Tour Championship and is uh, its entirety of was fucking canceled after happening because Nintendo said no. (laughs) That's basically what happened. Nintendo, who owns the entire Smash World and everything in it, Mario, which has the hell is Smash World? The universe, bro. Those are some good games back in the day. Back in the day, yeah. (laughs) Fucking Link, Star Fox. Yeah, you play video games now? Kirby, not um, yes, yeah, not a lot though. I played an F one game, a little bit of Madden with my brothers, 
And anytime a new duty drops, I try to get on early before everybody gets too good. Um, you have a duty so to already, get on. Yeah, it's exactly. a duty. duty. Yeah. But now, I'm so you do done. play. You still play. You still, still play, yeah. You still uh, very much understand the. You're getting in there, what you're doing, how you're doing. You understand the concept that you're a gamer. Yeah, I play games all my life. Smash World Tour, you think you would have won it? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> Mark? Zito might have, though, right? Yeah. Isn't that like, that's where Zito lives in that oh, Mario world? Oh, that I love Nintendo games. 64. Yeah, that was true. Yeah. Did, you, did you know about the Smash World Tour thing? No, not really. The newer, the newer stuff, I don't really know that much. But if it was back in the day, 64, oh, yeah. Mario I, Kart? Oh, Put oh, me in that tourney. I don't know. Not if you have to run into this. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Listen, it's I've so thought good. the same Zito? thing. Yeah. I'm not a gamer. No the only game I've been pretty good at, Mario Kart, I was like, okay, this is what I, my game is. Like, I play Mario Kart. We happened upon a video game shit talk conversation early in our uh, development as a business. And I said, I suck at everything but Mario Kart. And then Zito kind of quietly, I think, <laughs> like kind of did his thing. And then, uh, yeah, Zito, like, just laps everybody. Like, even laps? The, yeah, like you know when, you know on the screen when there's that person coming around for the next lap, and you're like, this person's playing a different game than everybody. Oh, yeah, that's Zito. <laughs> Zito is like that. Yeah, great show. Zito's like Zito. You're like a nice with? Mario Kart player, right? Like, yeah, very good. Yeah. Yeah. Who's your car? Toad. Oh, that's my course. Car. What do you go oh, with? Cool. Bike, golf cart. So back in the day, you could only use the cart. For N64. So have you evolved at all? You played still or no? You still just... I, I've dabbled a little bit recently, but I, I'm still Kart. I stay old school. Yeah, you're an old school guy. Yeah, yep. AJ, you play Mario Kart? That's one the one game that even non-gamers play, like me, for instance. I did in college uh, a few times. That was Nintendo 64. I hate that dumb controller they have. <laughs> With the, the three... Uh, the joystick the, in the uh, middle. Mm -hmm. Looks like a yeah. spaceship. What's this one I got now? Nintendo PS5. Switch. No. Oh, no PS5. Yeah. I got a PS5 now. I ain't fucking around, dude. Hell yeah. I'm becoming a gamer. Mm. I got a PS5. Congrats. Now. Congrats. Played a Tiger yet? So I haven't plugged it in yet to the oh, house. You'll get around to it's it. It's downloaded, though. It's downloaded. Wait, it's still football it, season. It did get yeah. plugged in here. I played yeah. it over here. I played GTA for seven minutes. Was stuck on the internet mode. Couldn't do anything. Mm -hmm. But I did play for oh, seven wow. minutes over here. It's going to be my thing. I'm going to start playing video games. I'm going to do this. <laughs> it's going to be my thing. Oh, yeah. Because I'm running out of series that I like. Don't want to get into series. Sure. So instead of watching series... I'm going to start playing these video games. Smart. This is going to happen. I'm 35. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get into it. Zito set it all up, downloaded everything for me, gave me the wires that I need, mm -hmm. even oh, set yeah. up the internet. Like, hey, here's the internet thing that you need. Here's what you need. Just plug it the fuck in. You're dialed in. Mm -hmm. Everything's ready to go. That thing's been sitting in my house for three weeks now. I ain't never going to plug in, I think. I don't think I'm ever going to get into it. It's a damn shame because I heard PS5s are tough to get. Zero did a lot of work for it, oh, yeah. and I'm just never going to fucking get into it. And that's a damn shame. A I think lot of people have been hacked trying to get a PS5. What? Oh, yeah, on Twitter. <laughs> yep. Like, they're taking advantage of the olds? So no, the youngs, olds. We would, like to, we would like to let people know that we probably have a PS5 available in, well, in a couple weeks if it continues to just sit. With where five it is. games already on it. Too. Five games already downloaded on it. I believe I created an entire character on GTA. You could have it. Nice. Probably. I'm, I'm, we'll see. We'll see if I plug it in and use, use the thing. But, AJ, you never got into video gaming? When I was young? Like, eh, as a kid, like old school Super Nintendo games a little bit. But then once I got into college, I stopped because my roommates were playing Halo. And I tried one yeah. time and I got killed 37 times. <laughs> kept, whenever you come back to life, they just shoot you again. I'm like, this is dumb. And yeah. I, I never played again. Yeah, I was terrible with my thumbs as well. Uh, let's talk about a couple things that we have to get to. Uh, Messi is currently sitting at the penalty spot. Oh, what? Yeah. Can, can we take pull, a PK? Can we pull that up? Yeah.
I don't know if it's still called a PK, by the way. Yeah, what is it called? They just say penalty. Mm -hmm. I knew what you were talking about. This would be huge. I asked Tony Miola PK. He knew what I was talking about. Yeah, because he's throwback. He's Tony Miola. Yeah. Yeah. Tony might have got me into soccer, man. Oh, no. Hey, he missed. Oh, no. He fucking missed? Methy? Can you rewind it? Bring you ass to Miami. (laughs) Messi got he got Stonewall Jackson. Can you rewind? No, oh, no. Messi. I'm a fucking soccer shark, bub. You're supposed to put that one in, isn't he? Messi. That's, that's not gonna help, is it? With all the people, isn't it? No, like this is this is exactly what happened the last time. He missed a penalty. We all took it. So if they get another penalty, can he kick it again or no? Well, I, I assume they'll put him in there again. Hopefully he's fucking messy. But now he's just gonna pass the oh. ball to everybody because he's gonna feel bad. Need a killer instinct from Messi still. Can't have he missed so, that PK, he's probably scoring twice, which Connor bet on. Yeah. Messi scored. Can I ask tw- a soccer oh. question? Can I ask a soccer right question for real? Right like, there. Right there. Give it. Yeah. Oh. Ask soccer. Game, I turned the game on too. There in this exact it's weird timing. There's a dude laying at the fifty yard line, still laying, acting like he's hurt while they're still playing soccer. And this happens every single game. The guy right, continues right to lay there until they stop it. And I'm like, <laughs> what are we doing here? Get up, man. You're costing your team. Yeah, so like they're not hurt, obviously. We know they're not Messi. hurt. We know that. You're just trying to get to whatever. There's a weird gesture too. Sometimes if somebody's laying down, blast it. Oh, oh. he's gonna have four assists yeah, today. I know. Lionel, shoot the fucking ball. Okay? Well, he got saved on a PK, so he's never gonna shoot it. By again. this guy, Shezny? You kidding me? <laughs> I sent it a fucking video. Fucking put the ball in. I sent it a video of the penalty. How bad was it? Is cheeky? Really good save. Oh, yeah, all right. Only watching the hips. Hey, does he always do it left-footed? Yeah, he is lefty. Is this Chesney Mioli? Dan Orlovsky has texted me and said that our show keeps cutting off today. Dropping out of YouTube. Well, fix your your internet, Dan. I mean, Messi, pick a corner, buddy. What the fuck are we doing? (laughs) Anyone can save that. That's a good save. God, Chesney is about to fucking get the golden gloves. He wishes. Oh, fucking telegraphed it, man. Yeah. Just point to yeah. say this way I'm going. You should be the PK guy for Argentina. Do you guys still want him in Miami? He could play yeah, uh, right. for the Indy 11. Ugh. Can't play for the Revolution. Kick it straight at him. Want him. Kick it straight at the goalie. Is that Sometimes a good, like, do. on a PK? What if you just blast it right at him? I used to do some of that. Hard. They're usually going to dive. Aren't they going to dive usually? No, no, no. Nowadays, a uh, shot down the middle is a pretty common practice. So goalies oh, either react or guess, or there's a lot that of different. tough. What's that? Like that. I mean, the obviously, the goalie been in that situation. Not allowed to leave the line before the ball's kicked either. So, like, back in the day, I don't know what it is now. I don't follow close enough. The game was to try to gain as much yards as possible before the ball was kicked without the ref seeing you. So, like, just like a, a casual hop forward makes you closer to the kick. So, mm-hmm. it's like worst angle. But I've seen, uh, just in my own personal games, I've seen a goalie jump too early, guy miss. Another kick. Another penalty. Oh. Guy making it. That's a heartbreaker. Yeah. That is a yeah. that is real devastating. So I don't know what all the rules are now, but I think they have to be on the line before the ball is kicked. They can move however much they want. I've seen goalies try to set people up, line up off center, mm-hmm. and say, like, all right, I'm forcing you to go that way. Can I catch it? Like, they have a six-foot – who has – the Netherlands have a six-foot eight guy? <laughs> Crazy. Like, that's not a bad idea to offset, force somebody to go that way, basically, and then just hope that you can reach it. But I would kick it as hard as I could. I'm going as hard as I can. And uh, if you save it, good on you. Just, there might be some rippling effects down the road, though. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Oh, if, yeah. I, if you catch one in if, the face. Yeah, break mm-hmm. a nose. Oh, yeah. Can break most strikers strike with both feet? 
Yeah, yeah. most guys go with their favorite, though. Their uh, better foot. Like, Messi goes lefty or whatever. Uh, let's move on. Should have gone righty. That's a fucking heartbreaker. Was that was a winning fuck. bet right there. That was another big one. Yeah, I know. Plenty Did you just get news? Did you get more news there? No, I just, I mean. The messy <laughs> stuff? You got reconfirmed on your yeah. phone? I mean, it's not over. They're buzzing. Yeah, yeah right. but Messi's he's passing. Yeah, exactly. Because he feels bad because he missed. So he now he's just going to give somebody he else. He knows he can't beat Chesney. Chesney is a guy, but. He had Chesney one on one. Yeah. Kenny? Chesney. Five star high school quarterback. This guy's a little taller than the other guy. Kenny Chesney? Oh, yeah, yeah. he's his cousin. Five, from yes, yeah. Texas five star. He was one of the boys of fall. Wow. Yep. He played with Sean Payton. <laughs> he's from Tennessee, Tony. Tennessee, five star Tennessee quarterback. Peyton, good football. Actually, he's the first. He's the first quarterback who was five foot tall. Who's also five, five star. star. Yeah, mm-hmm. they used to call him five five Kenny Chesney, mm-hmm. and it wasn't because he was five foot five. No, no. it's because he was five foot mm-hmm. and a five star. That's yep. right. Never happens. Yeah, Congrats to Kenny. He he would go on to have a successful country music career. Yeah. Instead. Yeah. Well, at the All American game, he gathered the boys around the Army song, and they were like, "What are you, what are you doing, Kenny? Don't play football. You need to get your ass on stage." And, you know, they actually played the halftime at that Army All American game. Exactly. That's where starting weird. quarterback in his pads still. Yeah, yeah. Yep. like you know those guys do the band sometimes. Yep. They're That's in right. full pads. Yep. Kenny was in full pads at the mm-hmm. U.S. Army All American yep. game. Mm-hmm. Fucking microphone <laughs> dropped down from the ceiling, mm-hmm. and he did a full <laughs> on. Got your number. Got your back when your back's against the wall. Yeah. You miss yeah. one man, you miss me this all. Yeah, that's what he did. Yeah. And uh, colleges offered him scholarships mm-hmm. for football and for music. Mm-hmm. And he said, I can't do it. I got to go fucking go professional here. That's right. There, was, there were symbols at the top of the goalposts. And, and to, to finish it off, he threw it from uh-huh. 50 and fucking hit the symbol at the top of the goalpost. <laughs> Start. Darius, do you have anything to add? Were you, were the, were you there? <laughs> Did you watch? Oh, no. Nah, Come on, that one. D-button. <laughs> missed that one. Sounds you know, like a hell of a performance. Do you know Kenny Chesney? Yeah, I know the name for sure. Big you like, time, right? that's, you like that's country A-list. music at all? You like country yeah, music? For sure. I think there's a time and a place for country music. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I honestly yeah. enjoy the shit out. I didn't always. I did not always enjoy country music. But when spring comes. Yeah, nice weather. Like fall and winter, certainly for me, rap music. Yeah. Okay? I think it's because football and the weather and everything like that. But when the spring starts to break, there is a country music season, I think, there for a bit. Such good vibes. Such good vibes. You dive into it at all or no? No, nah, whenever I, I go on the radio, we got 99, what is it, Kiss Country down at home? 99.9. Okay. Just the random, just the top bangers. See, Usually there. good stories, though, in country sure. music. So I like, you know, either about drinking, about yeah. girls. You, you hear about old Red, man? This fucking dog. Rare. What's that? You listen to the fucking radio? Drinking girls, it's not, I don't hear much of that. I do. Right, right. <laughs> you listen to country music, AJ? I think there's a time and a place. I haven't really found it yet, but maybe. <laughs> okay. I do at times. I go in spurts. I like the hits, just like probably any casual fan. I, I, like you love Chris I don't Gaines. like the deep tracks. No, I need Chris, more BPMs. Chris you know, Gaines, I need more BPMs. Chris Gaines is not a country musician. He's actually let the bodies emo. hit the floor. Emo. Oh. So what do you listen to? You listen to soft rock? You listen no, to no, techno? No. I listen to the hits. Uh, yeah, of course. I've liked Dave since I was a little kid, but Ants I listen March. to the hits. You don't remember when we walked in on him in the Super Bowl? Fucking pl- just blaring like the most metal rock music, yeah. and he had this wooden thing that was just dragging up and down his oh, shit. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Score Ooh. tissue. Go bring up score yeah. tissue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he said he wanted to... If he, had a ba- if, off. he said yeah. if there was a bamboo tree here, he'd be kicking it with his shin so mm-hmm. he could lose his feelings. I do remember that. that was in the house. That was right, in L.A. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 
Down Sounds like me. Strobe is. light, yeah. Strobe light was gone. Da, 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 I know this. Down I love that. That was my pregame. That joint right there. Yeah. College. Who else? Zombie had some shit. Rob. Rob Zombie. Ramstein. And we've talked about ice. Vivin. And they go right into it. You guys want to listen to ice? Vivin. Vivin. The other. Counts to ten in German, or he counts down from ten in German. Du and then they, yeah, du hast. There du hast, Mish. Ice, ice <laughs> something like that. Yeah. I was having looking into our uh, our analytics. Germany, third country, that listens to us. Boom. Let's go. Nice. They're gonna appreciate that. United States, first one. Mm-hmm. Canada, second one. Shout out. Germany, third one. Love English. UK, I think is which I still don't know who all was involved yeah. there, but I appreciate them all. Queen's Speaking Queen. of Canada, did you see what, what Trudeau was up to lately? All right, let's uh, let's move on. Let's talk about let's talk about some uh, stuff going on in our world, as opposed to what's going on on other islands. Okay, sure. let's talk about what's going on in our world. The college football playoff has released Ooh. its most recent top twenty-five ranking. This is especially important. Ahead of championship weekend, there has been some changes in the top four after the weekend that was college football. Number one, Georgia. They're reigning, defending, undisputed. National champions are still at number one, even though some people thought Michigan might jump them because of the dominating performance over then number two, Ohio State, this past Saturday in Ohio, where they out-toughed Ohio, out-physicaled Ohio, out-Ohioed Ohio in front of a lot of Ohioans. People thought Michigan, because of how fucking brutal... They were to the Ohio State Buckeyes in Ohio in front of Ohioans. Yikes. They thought Michigan might move to number one. AJ, would you have seen that as a compliment to Ohio State, or did you expect that whenever these rankings were coming together? Uh, I don't care. If you're in the top four, who cares? Going to have to beat them all anyways. You want to win a national championship. Do you think they're worried about, hey, we want the 1-4 matchup, not the 2-3? You think they care? Well, I think there is a potential chance that, like, Georgia is not a team you want to run into in the semis. You'd rather make it to the finals, get a little bit more eyeballs on your program. But nonetheless, if you're going to have to beat everybody to win a natty anyways, Georgia won, Michigan 2, TCU, who's undefeated, could do a loss, people are saying, in the Big 12 championship this weekend against Kansas State and still make it in to the college football playoff. So congrats to the teams that are undefeated. Yeah. And can take an L this weekend and still make it into college football playoffs. So they've earned this spot, although they all want to be the champions of their conference. USC plays Utah on Friday night. If they lose, they're out of the college football playoff. Mm-hmm. They win. They're the Pac-12 champions and in the college football playoff. And those are the only four that matter. Now, if Utah beats USC like they've already done this season, if they beat USC on Friday night, all hell will break loose for that final spot in the college football playoff. Ohio State sitting on deck to move in there. Well, they automatically go. Alabama now sitting with two losses, one to Tennessee, who is ranked seventh, and one to LSU, who is not in the top ten anymore. Mm-mm. Not in the SEC championship game. Ooh. A lot of people on the Internet said, fascinating place to put Alabama so you can get Alabama in the college football playoff if chaos happens this weekend. Maybe I think Ohio State will go. Penn State cracks in the top ten. Congratulations, AQ, and that cone yeah, up there. AQ. Clemson's nine. Kansas State, number ten. Uh, I have a question for one person and one person alone. Tone digs. how many of these are wrong? Whenever people use the tweet, uh, whenever people tweet hashtag PMS Twisted T CFB, and they guess how many twisted 
teams in the top Changed 10. Changed up a little bit this week. Whoa. Whoa. How come? There's a team in this fucking top 10 that doesn't belong. Mm. Wow. Oh my God. Hey, this week, uh, you got to – which team doesn't belong in the top 10? Which team outside the top 10 it was taking their fucking spot, okay? Okay. Wow. Wow. And I do have to apologize. To? What would you do? The people. Okay. Yeah. I had – a whole mess of twisted teas on Thanksgiving night. Okay, <laughs> of course. Five percent ABV tastes just like real tea because guess what? It's brewed with real tea. Damn right, genius. I was supposed to tweet out my fucking twisted last week on Friday. Yes, you were. You were reminded, I believe, a couple times. To do that on. Friday. I woke up on Friday morning. Where am I? Okay. What? Oh shit! I gotta tweet that out today. Okay, and then my my baby started crying. Oh. And I'd take care of my baby. You're all gonna day. use your baby, damn right, your daughter, my daughter, all day. And I forgot to tweet that out, so that's on me. I just so there was to... no winners last week because there was no right answer. There revealed. was also no losers. Okay, it's <laughs> a good way to look good at point. it. Good, good point. <laughs> but this that's week, this week, these will be revealed on Friday. Uh, who I don't think should be in the top ten, and who should they, who they should be replaced with? Are we carrying over? Like, yeah, two winners this week. Well, there was two that winners was last week. It was. Three winners this week. Four, I think four we should do. Winners four winners this week. This week. Five, five. No, no, I think four is good, but because we're not, this is we're not making a decision for us. This is for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. and you got to use the hashtag PMS Twisted T CFB. Who shouldn't be in the top ten, and who replaces them? John, literally, this is your this is your segment. I didn't ask for it. Top ten T. Didn't ask. You earned it. Yeah, you earned it. You earned it. Hell yeah. I know. I, that's on me, man. Fucking Thanksgiving family. Daughter. I had a house full of family. A, I mean, a baby. Oh, yeah, hosting. Yeah. Good Twisted Tea product. Big sales. Great. I was all hungover. Whole mess of Twisted Tea. Whole mess. You got so <laughs> twisted. Yeah. yeah. You don't get that hungover, though. They're still pretty So good. who was right? What was it last week? When you drink 105% AVP, so you got 500% ABV in you. That's not responsible. You drink 100 Twisted Teas on Thanksgiving. That's how good they are. You shouldn't do that, though. We would like to let everybody know. I didn't know. drive. I stayed home. That's very That's nice. smart. But you should uh, also not do that. Mm-mm. You should drink a responsible amount of Twisted Teas, although they are delicious. Yeah. It does pack quite a punch to your next day. Know that your taste buds are enjoying the happiness that you're stealing from tomorrow with Twisted Teas. Nonetheless, still a good time. Yeah. Great time. Stick with just drinking like an 18-pack. All, right. <laughs> all right. They are really good for breakfast, too. Wow. Well, and you can't Great drink point. all day. Mm-hmm. You don't start in the morning. Oh, right? yeah. So certainly something to think about. Can't wait to see who you think doesn't deserve to be in there. Uh, Frauds. Do we, hmm. we want to take our guesses? Oh, yeah, it's Clemson. He, Tony hates Dabo. He hates that boy. He's going to take Clemson What about Penn State? Out. That's I was going to say Penn State. I love that boy. What about Penn State? You mean the cult of Penn State? What if oh. it's Kansas State? I mean, Kansas State could potentially be there as well. They could be. That'd be low-hanging fruit, Tennessee, though. I hope you Is it Tennessee because there's a yeah, Hennon Hooker's not Maybe playing? Maybe it's that team that has a coach that, you know, best ever. Oh, couldn't fucking last in the NFL for a fucking month. Saban? Jeez, Tony. Harbaugh? No. Coach the band? <laughs> who are you? Saban. Yeah, I know. I know who he's talking about. But there's, No, Bobby no. Petrino. Yeah, I don't know where he's Western coaching. Western Kentucky, they up here. Oh, Hugh, they're going to be number 10. Hugh Freeze got hired for Auburn. Uh, yeah, congrats. he did. Sounds oh, like everybody's happy yep. about that. Oh, yeah, ecstatic. He won't have control over his uh, socials. <laughs> WVU hired a new Social coach, media. right? No, we hired a new uh, athletic director named Ren. Yep. Barker. Dog. Ren Baker. Yep, Ren Baker. From North Texas. Mm-hmm. I've been told by people that know Ren Baker, this is an elite hire. 
Nice. Ren Baker can turn around and program. And what did I tell you? You told me he built a statue for fucking Mean Joe Green. He's okay with me. Hell exactly. yeah. That's what you said. <laughs> yeah. Exact words. Yeah. And then I sent some texts to people that maybe know who the fuck this guy is. Mm-hmm. He's the athletic director for North Texas. And I don't think that's where anybody would think that you would look for an athletic director for a big Power 5 program. You know, somebody maybe has a little bit more experience and a little bit bigger conversations than North Texas. No offense to North Texas. Just, you know, I assume I didn't know how this would go. It's where Stone Cold Steve Austin went. Okay. What? It's good with me, though. <laughs> yep. All right. That's true. Okay. Ren Baker's going to get it figured out. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Ren. Welcome to West Virginia. Yeah. Should also see if West he has Virginia any uh, eligibility left, because you might want Ren Baker playing fucking left tackle for the Mountaineers next year. I would love that, but even if he was good, the coach who's probably going to be coaching there wouldn't put him on the field. That seemingly is his <laughs> yeah, trait. He's oh, safe for another year. He's not. He's not. Right he's not. twenty-two and twenty-five in four years as a coach, which means his scout, his recruits have gone in there yeah. and they have regressed every year. Young group though this year. Sure. sure, they got a lot a lot of young studs. Allegedly, Neil Brown is safe for another year, but also Ren Baker has not been hired yet. And uh, True. I don't know what Ren Baker has said, what he hasn't said. Neil Brown, probably an incredible guy. Yeah. I think he's done great things at Troy and other places. Mm-hmm. On the bright side. He's- Why is Deion Sanders getting talked about fucking Colorado? And everybody's like, yeah, it's a big deal, Colorado's doing. It's like, kidding me? send his ass to Morgantown, West Virginia. What do we even get? He wants Mountain. Got to pay him. West Virginia's yeah. got him. Ren's got to pay him. We got to pay him. We're in the Big 12. We'll fucking pay somebody, won't we? I don't know. What's Colorado going to pay him? Exactly. Exactly. What is Colorado going to pay? Call, fuck, no offense, Colorado. I don't think I remember talking about you since Cordell Stewart's been there. Yeah, what a play. Really haven't been worth a shit since Cordell Stewart was Red? there. And I'm, I'm on a team that lost to Colorado out there, but nobody talks about Colorado. Colorado's not even in the conversation other than when that fucking Buffalo goes bananas and does something to somebody. Mm-hmm. Ren should call out the big guns. Send Zook the nuke down to Jackson. Bring, bring Dion's ass back, Zook. We got boosters who have money. Yeah. We got boosters that have money. That's who he's talking about. One particular booster. Simple. But there's others that are big money. Let's Need go. You, Zook. Let's get Mora out of fucking Love UConn. Let's get him down to West Virginia. You think he wants to coach Moore at UConn? Damn right he does. Not a chance. UConn sucks. Why don't we get Jerry West to do something? Get the logo help us out. Jerry West's kid, Johnny West, played at West Virginia. I don't know how much he's been. This I don't know if this is doing for football. I'm just thinking. <laughs> I'm just thinking. West Virginia alums. What well, can we do? Bob you want to coach for West Virginia? What's that, AJ? Let Bob Huggins do basketball and football. Huggins' time is. Huggins. Uh, I think Huggins is another guy I'd love to have a beer with. Love to enjoy that type of thing. Good mm-hmm. guy. Probably a good guy. Great guy. He's still a dove here? They're not winning much, yeah. Exactly. He's going in the Hall of Fame, though, finally, I think. Yeah. Congratulations. Sure. He deserves that. Congrats, Let Pitt Snoggle coach. Ooh. Hey. Yes. You, you get Pitt Snoggle on the bench mm-hmm. with Gansey yep. and Beeline, mm-hmm. and Joe Alexander, what? and Missoula. Bring what? back Missoula. Sorry. Sorry, not happening. Yeah. Missoula ain't leaving Boston until he's 85 years old. Missoula, I think, said, dream job, West Virginia. Yeah. Whenever Huggins is done, I'm going back there no matter what I'm doing. How about doing. Steve Harvey? Head football coach. Give me Steve Harvey as head football coach of West Virginia. Bring back suits on the sideline. I'm cool with whatever. Steve Harvey's a businessman. He'll get those NIL deals figured out very quickly, which I think we need to hire. No offense to Neil Brown. Every time I speak, every time he speaks, I don't hear like, this guy has it figured out. You know what I mean? I mean, just maybe as a football guy, I don't know. Why is Dion, just as somebody that was a part of a show that went to Jackson fucking State in the middle of the season, how come Colorado is the only team that's being taught? Or USF, I think. USF yeah. and Colorado. Yeah. It's like, so what is everybody going to do? He's going to go there, have one good year, and then somebody's going to sign him? Cincinnati now, too. Uh-huh. They should. Yeah, like, he said it's been yeah. others. 
West Virginia needs to get in the game. Come on. Come to the Big 12, oh, dude. What about Jeff Brown Saturday? Sure. I don't know if Jeff Saturday's going to want to coach football after this year. I, I mean, maybe. I have not talked to him. This is not me. Mm-hmm. Trent Dilfer got to get UAB, right? There we Trent go. Dilfer Trent going to UAB. Yeah. Leaving Ellipscomb Academy down there in Nashville. Coach there for a few years. Jeff's on uh, primetime again. Yeah, we got Monday Night Football. We got another one. Nice. Coach was supposed to be good. Yeah. No That's why we got primetime here mm-hmm. Monday night. Then we got Sunday night. Then we got another one. We we're supposed to be good. That's how. That's where we are. For everybody that says, oh, you beat the Raiders, they're a trash team. It's like we're ten and a half point dogs on Sunday night football late in the season. So that means you were supposed to be good. Mm-hmm. Schedule makers thought you would be good. Now you're a ten and a half point dog on the biggest game of the week, Sunday night football, and they don't flex you out because Jerry Jones is control who is once quoted as saying What are you guys doing? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> what a scene. He's Dallas Cowboys aren't getting flexed out of no. Sunday football ever because Jerry Jones is a part of the media uh, negotiations. So the Colts are on there, and we got more primetime games, and the Patriots have more primetime games. Mm. I do believe there are some boring primetime games in store for the NFL in the next few weeks. Yeah, the Patriots Raiders will be flexed out. I'll put that out in the universe right now. That is not happening on Sunday Night Football. And what was it? Chiefs and Broncos, Broncos, Broncos. got flexed out yeah. for so Chargers, Dolphins. Dolphins. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. That happened December what? 12th or 11th? Yeah, so this is the yeah. first. Is this the first flex? No. Uh, Steelers. Yeah. Chiefs and Chargers. This is the second time Chargers have been flexed to Damn Sunday right. Night Football. Yes. Was that a preseason narrative about the Chargers getting them flexed in the game? Uh, you just got to get Herbert on primetime as much as possible. Golden boy. Why? Why are they not going to make the playoffs again? There's. Uh, you know what? I think they're going to run. I think. Okay, Staley with that two point conversion yeah. clips it all around. That was yep. like kind of get over the hump. Yep. Because yeah. you know he got a little less aggressive this year as he should. Went for the win. Um, you got to get healthy too. Kenan Allen's finally back. Mike Williams. He played what five plays and then went back out. So hopefully they get him back at some point. But Carter, Palmer, the receiver, Eckler, obviously a dog. Um, I think they're going to be all right. Okay, and you got the Dolphins on primetime, which is obviously just fireworks and highlights. Mm -hmm. I'm excited for that. Pats are scheduled for, I think, either after that. They're maybe going to get flexed out of the whole thing. Excited to see how the NFL continues to go. Once again, remember to use hashtag PMS College Football. PMS Twisted And which team shouldn't be in the top ten? Which team should be in the top ten? In turn, we'll definitely do it this week. Carry over from last week. Double the winners. Yep, Four yep. winners, $500. You Boom. get it right. And my twisted teams last week were uh, LSU and USC, and that proved to be right because fucking fraud LSU. See you later, dude. They did lose to Texas A&M. Nobody uh, could have seen that coming, honestly. <laughs> LSU, the conversation was, are these motherfuckers going to end up in college football playoff because they're in the SEC championship game? Just beat Bama. I've only gotten better. Daniels is starting to be a guy. Brian Kelly's culture is going in there. They're going to go in the SEC championship. They're going to win, and then it's going to be chaos because two loss LSU is going to have to be in. Georgia is going to have to be in. Then what do you do with other teams who are either undefeated or one-loss teams? It'll be a scene. They lose to Texas A&M, who has not been good at football, no. and now they're completely out of it. But they can still win the SEC in the first year with sure. Brian Kelly. Congratulations. Good. Yeah. Good. Right after that game, the spread of the SEC championship went from like 12 and a half to 20. And That's because uh, Jane Daniels might be hurt. Oh, he's a guy. He's a guy. Now, let's also talk about another thing that's happening this evening that we have to promote because the last time this was happening, we weren't even told about. That was bullshit. There's, uh, <laughs> there's a couple of people that are able to hold the super boost reins, you know, that are, have the connects, have the conversations to be able to boost odds or promote a parlay or do something like that with FanDuel. We're one of them. 
We have abused that right this year. <laughs> yeah. We have completely abused that right. We have not won. But that changes tomorrow, obviously. Right. We're going to change that whole thing tomorrow. Another person that has that ability, because of his relationship with FanDuel as well, you can see him on FanDuel TV, and you can see him on ESPN, ESPN2, ESPN+. Plus. Mm-hmm. You can see him on the Man to Man podcast. You can see him on this show. Darius Butler has been able to do this, and there's been numerous days he's been in this studio and has not told any of us about it. <laughs> not one So word. we have not been able to win alongside our guy, Darius, tonight. There's the same game parlay plus that Darius Butler has founded and promoted. It's Let's Garland go. for have six-plus assists. Kuzma Easy. to have 15-plus points. Easy. Kyrie to have 20-plus points. Durant, Embiid, and Mitchell to all score 25-plus. Yep. This Whoa. thing is sitting at what odds, and Darius, have we won any of these and are we winning tonight this is my second one basketball last one mm. deandre fucking eight oh. i had him at eight boards he, uh, he was i think my fifth leg on there he went into the fourth quarter with seven boards played damn near the whole quarter didn't grab it so uh that was a bad one uh but we're gonna win this one i like it it was at plus 430 i believe when i did it juicy here we go uh, I'm doing it right now. You were muted there? Were you muted? Or? What's yeah, up? Was my ears. No, not you. Uh, oh, okay. Plus 416 right now. Plus 416. Plus six like same game parlay. This is going to hit? Yeah, this is going to hit. How come I didn't ask Shams about any of this? Yeah, Debo, what do you hate yet. telling wasn't us about yet. your bets? Wasn't this could have been the t- – oh, it wasn't, wasn't approved. approved yet. This just got okayed? This just got okayed about an hour ago. Let's go. Let's go. Here we go, boys. Should be good. All right, I'm going to match We did talk about the Sixers missing – Maxi and um, Harden. So mm-hmm. obviously Embiid is still still that dude. Donovan Mitchell has been in a tear. Durant, you know, he's a walking bucket. Kyrie as well. He's been scoring over twenty since he's been back. Kuzma as well. And Garland, he walks into the gym with six assists. So no problem. No problem. I feel good about this one. All right, let's win it. And uh, let's let's. That's a great segment. I just bet Max bet on it. I think you oh, should yeah. too. Here we go. Darius oh. Butler, obviously superstar, not only on the football field with a microphone. But in putting together same game parlay pluses in the NBA. AJ, right. are you riding that? Oh, you can't until January 1 when FanDuel comes to Ohio. Very close. Hey, we're getting close. Nice. I know. We're almost there. Let's go, dude. Ohio's going to be a great state for sports gambling. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Right? I Absolutely. think so. Yeah, there's, there's cash in Ohio, and those people love to watch sports. All right, let's fucking do this. Nice. Let's watch a little. Uh, okay. Let's do a little Everything DB, let's shall we? Let's get it. Hey, this is. This has been better Uh-oh. for our show. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. Now, there's been... I was going to say, not the best, but... Not as detailed. Not, last no. night. not as fun. Not as oh, fun. Yeah. Definitely not as fun. Certainly no fun, uh, this segment. Right. Because it's all work. Mm-hmm. And it's not as insightful as some other ones. I would just like to say, <laughs> when you make those types of proclamations, which we never, ever would do. Nope. Nope. You're asking for people... To dunk on you. Yeah. And I would no, not like not. to be a part of it. Like a lot of my mentions, like a lot of Darius's mentions last night, Uh-oh. were, you know, our guy Dane just getting <laughs> obliterated. Yeah, awesome. And I don't like that because then Dane is going to hold that against me because I'm getting added in there and I don't want to do it. But when you make those types of proclamations, like you're asking for yeah. it on the internet. Every and also week. you're saying a lot. Like you're saying a lot to... To some other people, you know, you're taking that's a big hack, yeah. You know, you take out of the batter's box there. It's every week, you know, with every segment, you know, we get it. You love the show, you love doing the show, okay? You don't have to force feed down people's throats. Ty, what are you saying? I I love Dan Orlovsky, I do, and I think that's a good show. (laughs) 
I get so sick and tired of seeing the self suck from that show. Just what are you talking about? What is your deal? I, like, okay, <laughs> it's the best show on TV. I get it. I've heard it 150,000 times. I watch it. I love it. Don't need it. Okay? Jeez. Just knock it off. What do you mean self suck? The opinions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that term. I like that term, Ty. Thank you. Como se dice self suck. I would like to let everybody know that the opinions of Ty and others that potentially chimed in there do not reflect that of their employer and or their peers. We love Dan. Yeah, well, I love Dan as well. I was, I was a little irritated this morning when I saw that. You know. Oh, this again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Uh, I do. Ha- I am happy though that linear television has become much better with those guys on television. Without question, I think so. I think they do a great job. Dane did text us earlier saying our service probably not good. Turns out might be his service, but nonetheless, Dane, we appreciate you. Love you, thank Dan-o. you for making the sports world a better place. Thank you, Dan. Love you, Dan. All right, well, you're running your mouth about us whenever you say stuff like that. <laughs> you need to know that. And although we're not going to say anything, some of our people who we appreciate. Are going to Most certainly will, and both your and my internet experience is going to be no fun for a good two, three hours. That's but you deserve you. it, yeah. But you deserve it. You're asking for it. I'd have some awareness there, but that's yeah. something Dan knows about. He does quarterback. Does he? Well, I'm not sure. Is this, uh, which player is this? I don't know. You tell oh. me. I uh, I think this is it's the that. one we're looking for. Bomb. Here we go. Yep. Thanksgiving football. My guy Tone was getting fried. So we got the Bills, Lions, uh, Josh Allen, uh, touchdown pass Isaiah McKenzie. But you start out, you'll start out too high here on defense. Start out too high, double, going double Davis down here. After the motion, going to end up doubling Diggs. This is Josh Allen just IDing this coverage in the red area. See double double, and you got the ISO here on McKenzie. He's going to run away from leverage here across the route, which is a fucking tough route down here. You see the double, he comes with the motion. Running back real quick. I want you to see this communication from this safety to this corner. He had a a hell of a game, too, Uh, two, three. You'll see the communication here. He's going to overrun it. Going to have a bracket double on Diggs. Go ahead. It happened already. Oh, fuck. Yeah, now you good. Boom. So you see him come down. So now that middle is completely vacated. A lot of people say, what's the post safety doing? What's the middle of the field safety doing? Running back real quick. So he's going to be responsible for 13, right? He's going to say, all right, you stay on top of Davis over here. You go down, and now this whole field, the whole middle of the field is going to be vacated. And it's a tough down. Every down on defense, somebody got to wear the hat, right, especially when there's other good receivers that's going to be doubled. That third or second guy is going to have a tough one-on-one matchup. Jesus. You see where Josh is looking. He's looking right that's here. He's going to see the double team, and you'll see his helmet go right to Isaiah. And just a nice toss. Layup. You know, Romo Bucket. was talking a lot about his elbow this game. Every time he missed the throw. But he was on target. He made a huge throw to Diggs late to win it, too. Um, so, he's fighting through it. Have you seen any, like, the elbow issue is going to obviously carry. But it feels like they have offense schemes, too. Right you don't think it's an issue at nah. all? Like, literally his first throw of the game, I think it was a back shoulder to Diggs. You saw the velocity. Um you see, he had, what, 80 yards rushing. Mm-hmm. I don't think he slid once. Yep. So if you have an elbow on your throwing arm, regardless if it's a pain thing, obviously I think he was off the injury report going into the week. So I think the elbow 
is fine at this point or whatever he's shooting up with, he's fine during game day. This is a coverage meter, right? This play Absolutely is, is that coverage. Ken Dorsey expecting the what they were doing there yeah. and calling the perfect play? Most likely. A lot of teams, a lot of teams uh, get into double-double type things. Maybe he was just expecting midfield. But this is also a read here. This was third in have on this one this was like a third and medium so he's this is around the sticks area right so this double is going to happen around the sticks mm-hmm. so they're probably expecting this coverage something probably the Lions do and, and then six, he yeah. just has to find third and six so he just has to find mm-hmm. a match up here and Isaiah had a big game this game but on this gym just running away from leverage like that's a you see this a lot it happened to uh Kenny Moore when the Eagles played the um Colts Similar coverage, I think it was Quez Watkins, super fast. So fast. Yeah, yeah, just ran away from leverage. It, it's it's tough when you run across that field. Hey, the Eagles kind of similar to the Chiefs in that thing, where just some, I don't want to say random Quez, but kind of random yeah. guy is just yeah. the fastest guy on the field all of a sudden, and mm-hmm. then you're able to draw plays. Like, this is a beautifully designed play. That guy's going to be fucking wide open against that coverage. AJ, there ain't nothing you could do there, huh? Nothing you could do on the, as I mean, a linebacker, maybe get smarter? Right. As D-Butt said, like, yeah, man, someone's got to wear the hat. You got to yeah. win that one-on-one. That's tough right there. You hear Chuck say it all the time. Somebody got to wear the hat. He had to D-Butt. wear the hat. Yo, Lions defense has actually gotten better since firing that DB's coach. Do you think it has anything to do with it or coincidence? Uh, no, nah. it's, it's got to be. It's got to be because you're, you're missing some starters. You're missing um, Okuda, obviously. Yeah. But um, they, they, they're playing well. They, I, In my opinion, I felt like they should have beat the Bills. Oh, yeah. Um, oh. yeah, a lot of people, you know, has things to say about MCDC and that, that deep ball on third and one. But I didn't hate it personally. Yeah, it was there. It was a walk-in yep. touchdown if Goff makes that throw. Goff makes, missed some big throws in that game. Goff? Uh, this team no. is playing better. This He's a knockout as a draft pick. Uh, where's that, where's that awesome. D-back? Kirby Joseph. Now, Kirby Joseph. Which one? Kirby Joseph? No, the guy who got fired from the Lions. What? Is what? he? Grisham? Oh, yeah, that's right. The Packers <laughs> picked him up yeah, the day after he got fired by the Lions. Is that real? Yeah. Yeah. One well, remember. <laughs> That's awesome, AJ. Did you know that? Mid season? Yeah. He's vacuuming. Yeah, mid season. Mid season. Yeah, sorry, I had a had a spill. His helmet here though. You can just watch Josh Allen helmet just go through this progression. Boom. Sees what's happening with Diggs. He knows, all right, that safety's down. Nobody's there. So boop. Man, well, like, like, look at McKenzie. I don't even know if he looked at McKenzie. He just knew, like, just that's knew where. exactly. Yep, just knew where he's going. Remember the last time the Lions were on here, the double teams they had on Waddle and Tyreek Hill. Yeah, yeah. Compared both, to those both guys yeah. were wide open. <laughs> yeah. That's when he got yeah. fired. At least they were exactly covered. Like, exactly. At least those were good double teams. Yeah. Yeah. That guy was trying to get fired. He knew he had a Green Bay job sitting on deck. <laughs> Got over there with no expectations, even though Detroit's pretty low. What's going on uh, with the Rams? Are they dead? Huh? They They're lose dead. to the Chiefs. Everybody expected They're them dead. to lose to the Chiefs, I, I, I think. Yeah, and I think they had, obviously had a backup quarterback, third stringer playing in this game. But, um, you know, Stafford, he's probably going to be shut down for the rest of the season with that concussion. Defense isn't playing, isn't playing well. This is actually 13 personnel, so one back, uh, three tight ends, one, two, three tight ends. But Kelsey, we all know at this point, pretty much a receiver. Juju Smith up here. So on defense, this is man-to-man across the board. And defensively, the Rams said, hey, we're going to put our best guy on their best guy. We're going to put Jalen Ramsey on Travis Kelsey. It's going to be two high safeties, so you expect some help somewhere on Kelsey, but um, let it play. Juju Smith up top, he's just going to run straight down the middle, and then you're going to have this one-on-one with Travis Kelsey. And his, He's not the fastest, he's not the quickest guy on the field, but he just knows how to get open. And anytime Mahomes IDs man-to-man coverage, he knows he's going to this matchup because he's beating anybody. Oh. So, that, I mean, that route at the top, you, you can obviously see it from the wide copy. No safety help. Juju's running both of those safeties off. Jalen Ramsey, who, you know, 
making 20 a year, you, you feel comfortable with him being one-on-one. He's ready to run it back, too. One thing about this dude, too, he's always ready to pitch that thing. Like, he's about to get tackled here, and he looks back at Isaiah. He's ready to – Oh, he's ready to pitch. He was, he was, if he was probably four yards closer, he'd probably pitch it to him, but he ended up scoring. How about a fake pitch as a juke? Yeah. Quarterbacks use the pump fake like 10 yards yep. down the field. Mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey's like, oh, I'll just fucking fake pitch it yeah. all day. every Boom. And Kelsey, anytime TD, like that's, you know. Lock it in. Lock it in. Well, there for like four weeks, it wasn't. Remember. If you see this from the back copy, boom. Just watch at the top of this route. How come it feels like he's been beat so much this year? Right, so boom, so right, so boop. So you are you, you you get him kind of tossing him to the inside. Now he's outside leverage. Now he's setting him up with that outside stick. He chases it and it's oh. good night, Irene. Bop. Oh. And then him, his yak too, his racket. I mean, he, he's he's as as good as they come. A lot of people call him the goat at this point. He's gonna have statistically, he's gonna be the goat by the end of this oh, year. Yeah. Yeah. Let alone if he plays for another two, three, which probably could happen with how good a shape he is in mm-hmm. and with the offense they're running. Why would you want to leave this dynasty? He's already restructured his contract, take a signing bonus to open up more cap space. Why would he not be the goat? Just because he doesn't block? Is that what they're saying? Because he doesn't block I as mean, much? I mean, it's becoming such a pass, you know, pass first game that as some, with his numbers, I think they'll be so astronomical. And then, what, he's already got one ring? He's got if one. they win another ring, like, I think he'll, he'll kind of take over in that conversation. Right now, a lot of people get that edge to Gronk. You got Gonzo, too, Tony Gonzalez. Well, But Gronk was he, unbelievable in the run game. He what he's doing well. on that uh, kickoff show with those blankets. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, they're judging Kelsey against him, and they're saying, Kelsey's soft. Kelsey doesn't block people. He's not in the run game. And then they're like, oh, we're judging him against the guy that has blankets on at 65 <laughs> degrees mm-hmm. on television when nobody else does? I'm just saying, I love Tony Gonzo. Okay, mm-hmm. I think he's great on uh, everything he does, and he was incredible Dog. as a tight end. But whenever you start judging tight ends, that's the only knock on Kelsey is like he's not physical enough. He doesn't. He's not a road grader or whatever. And you're like, it's hard for I think a whole generation of people to know Tony Gonzalez is maybe a road grader because every time we see him on TV, we think yeah. that's the softest fucking guy that's ever graced the television right there. Hey, it makes no sense at all. He's retired now, living, probably yeah. living in LA, son. Living. You know. Let's not hold the blankets against them. <laughs> They also That's what I'm saying. I need something because this is – they're in New England? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, it's supposed to be snowing and everything. And the other problem with Tony Gonzalez is our Tony Gonzalez had an inside-the-park home run at the Democrat versus Republican baseball game. Not that guy who's on the pregame show. <laughs> You're okay. talking about Anthony Gonzalez. Tony Gonzalez, no, yeah. that's Anthony Gonzalez. No, Tony, Tony Gonzalez. That's Anthony Gonzalez, whose political career is coming to an end yeah. here within about another month. Damn. Good luck, Gonzo. Gonzo. And he's you, going Gonzo. down as one of the greatest Gonzo. of all time. In the baseball game. That's yeah. right. Did he get gambling approved in Ohio? <clears throat> yeah, that was him. Thank you. Yeah, sure. Gonzo that did that. Yeah. Great Let legacy. him have that one. Hell yeah. Great legacy. He... He found a way, and I, I guess this is a difficult thing to do. That's why he's the GOAT. And, AJ, correct me if I'm wrong, you're in Ohio there. He found a way to get all parties to hate him. That's right. That was awesome. Immediately upon getting elected, one party hates him. Half of your party hates you because they wanted the other person that you were running against in there. Right. And then he somehow found a way of getting the rest of them to hate him as well. So he didn't have any allies, I don't think, publicly. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think so. And Gonzo had to think a couple of times, what the fuck am I doing this yeah. for? Uh, do you think that happened, AJ? Correct me if I'm wrong. There. Yes. Yes, Gonzo was working for like a startup in San Fran before that, and all of a sudden 
Like I said, this dude, I thought he was on a fast track to become the president, and all of a sudden I realized it. He was. Okay. All right, good. Gonzo, go do something. You're too smart for that. Go he do should something lobby for like us. a billion dollars. A Gonzo should just Gonzo should just try to enjoy his life. I was going to say, he should go on like a two-year <clears throat> vacation. Just, just kick your feet up and yeah. relax. Go to well, Europe. Isn't that politics? Oh! 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 Not when you have Big Don, you know, calling you out by name, saying, This guy's a loser. Don't listen to him. <laughs> that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Bad. Anyways, that okay. is not, that's Anthony Gonzalez. Okay. Tony Gonzalez, great tight end for the Chiefs, for the Falcons. Mm-hmm. Incredible athlete, great TV commentator. Hall of Famer already? I yeah, so. Yeah. Thoughts? Yeah. I just yeah. All right. Congrats to him, man. He ain't better than Kelsey. <laughs> Plain and simple. He's not. Kelsey loves him. Kelsey talks Absolutely. about how much he's learned from Gonzo, as all yeah. tight ends probably have. Gronk is the one who I think yeah, everybody changing. says yeah, is the guy. They also don't ask Kelsey to be a road grader. Like, that isn't, like, his, you know, it's like, hey, go catch touchdowns. Like, that's what you're here. Like, he will block, yeah, but they're it. not asking him to be a road grader. Yeah, you, you said something to uh, Antoine Bethay on Man to Man podcast about mm-hmm. him. You're like, he's not that fast. He's seemingly, he, but he outruns people. He outruns people. He jukes people. Like, he's just a great football player. You know Crafty what I mean? Fucker, you know, a lot of like, guys look great in shorts, shorts in the tee, but then when, he, when it's football time, like, he's going to get open. Zone, you can't run zone coverage. He's going to find a hole. And then man coverage, doesn't matter who you put on him. Uh, he beats corners, beats safeties, beats backers. So, um, and he's a dog. Player. Yeah. Dog. And he's, he's a dog. dog. Uh, all right, let's roll. Fly through these, yeah. Uh, Cardinals, just utter confusion on the defensive side of the ball. DeAndre Carter is going to motion over. They got a corner bit. Pause it real quick. So I don't know how you guys used to do it, DJ, uh, AJ. But whenever we had a corner blitz, if we ever you all we always always did it from the single um, that single X side, especially if he was in cut split. But once we got two, that's when we would swap it to either this backer he's coming over or even the safety as he was down. But the Cardinals they still send the corner, so pause it. So now it becomes confusion on I guess who's responsible for who because he runs over in motion. He believes he's responsible for number two, and then this safety since the corner. It's blitzing off who's originally number one. That was the safety's responsibility. Both of these guys are going to end up on him. Carter's going to end up wide open up the sideline. And then, I don't know, if you run it back real quick, we had a, 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 a similar play from Baltimore earlier this year, and they played, if you run it back a couple frames, pause it. Like, whatever defense you're playing, you can let it run forward a little bit. Whatever defense you're playing, you should never have – this going on in his own defense. So uh, some guys are, 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 are fucked up with a simple, that's a simple motion. That's a, a motion. The wheel route on that side was wide open. Literally <laughs> every game. So you're in the middle of it down. This is kind of just, I don't know what's going on here. But AJ, what's the deal whenever it's a corner blitz? Are you guys sh- are audibling out of that, changing the man who's blitzing so you can cover some people or no? Now, sometimes, though, if they motioned and get two on that side, you, we would check out of that corner blitz or you would replace like Simmons all of a sudden would come off the edge yep. and the two DBs would handle it. Yeah. So I rule of thumb for, for me was we never you never send a corner blitz from a two-man side. Uh, so that, that's just an attached tight end here. You got a tight receiver. But if it's two receivers, I don't want to blitz one of my best cover guys and then put two other guys on the two receivers. You just don't do it. But this is whatever they were supposed to execute here, they didn't. Herbert finds them up the seam. 
So that's bad ball defensively, though. You make it too easy uh, for a good quarterback. Yeah, good and Cardinals are in disarray. Yeah. Disarray. Yeah. Anybody it, watching in season? It looks bad. No. No. Hard knocks. Nobody's talking they about it. Watching. watching. He watched the first episode. Yeah, I missed last week, but and the week That's before that. Uh-huh. How many weeks are there? Z? You've missed every one since the <laughs> first one. It's been three episodes, I think. Yeah, so you missed that last week I, and one before. <laughs> I think we're the only ones. Well, I've seen two. Uh, I've seen two that episodes. aren't watching. I think or? we're the only ones that think about watching. No, I, I think we were the only ones that even have somebody that watches. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I wonder how it is. It's probably okay. With Nobody all knows the- it's happening. Yeah, That's very true. nobody knows. And the the thing with the Colts last year was. They turned it on right when the season was starting. Like the Cardinals, if anything, have just more so dug their grave. Like it's it's over now already, and they're still. Are people still going to be open to hard knocks in the middle of the season? Because Colts supposed to make a fucking Super Bowl run, don't even make the playoffs. Cardinals supposed to make a Super Bowl run, yeah. Probably not even going to make the playoffs with this thing. Didn't the Colts say they hated it after? Well, I don't know. know. It depends on who it was, right? Because I think Chris Ballard hated everything about. It mm-hmm. the GM like hey it's already it's already hard enough to fucking win we got a quarterback that doesn't even know what he's doing he's our fucking quarterback we paid him a hundred million dollars he's our fifth quarterback we fucking had like doesn't want to do it at all that's a, that's a normal thing I think a lot of the players didn't mind it though okay. which they were all buying it I saw a lot of segments didn't you I saw a lot of segments and shit yeah you know they do every every episode you know they key in on a couple players but uh I I, I would have hated it me like, too I, I would not a- as somebody who is natural on a microphone and doesn't mind content and everything like that I don't think I would have been the biggest fan of in season a lot yeah because you're putting people in an interesting position because obviously everybody has respect for NFL films NFL films is like the 33rd owner but also we're trying to win some fucking games here how many seasons do I have in my entire career I think that's going to continue to be a tough sell if they suck but hard knocks during training camp has been a curse people say but the teams that qualify for hard knocks for training camp stink right so <laughs> is it is it the reason that the hard knocks is there that they lose or is it they've qualified for hard knocks so they're already going to lose for the training camp one so I'm cool with that Regular season, though. Colts are supposed to fucking go. Oh, yeah. They do not. Cardinals supposed to fucking go. They do not. That's a tough first two seasons of in-season's hard knocks, mm-hmm. which is on what nights? Tuesday nights? Is it on uh, Tuesday nights? Yeah, Tuesdays, I think. I think it's Wednesday because I wanted to Maybe watch on Tuesdays. Jesus, I see? Know, it threw me off. We're a pretty big football Preseason show. one is on yes, Tuesdays. Yeah. But, yeah, who knows? Uh, didn't they say, though, that it's, it's less intrusive in terms of people being in the – like, they set this shit up. They set all the cameras up before the season starts during training camp. So it's not like the training camp hard knocks where you just have bodies there all the time. Like it's all those robotic cameras. So guys forget that they're there outside of like the little vignettes that they do, you know, outside of the building on their off days. What did Kime say? Kime said it's okay if people feel like they have to act like their best selves or something like right. that because mm-hmm. the camera's on so they're doing mm-hmm. like what a movie yeah. would do, like mm-hmm. the best thing. I think it does potentially take away some – some real genuine moments that could happen because people don't want to get caught oh, yeah, up definitely. in a moment, yeah. you know? How would you you would like you would hate it, right? I mean, honestly, you probably forget about it to an extent. Not but then to, whenever it runs, yeah, but you get reminded. Yeah, true. yeah, so I I understand the, the whole camera. You kind of do get youth. I was a part of a reality show before and after probably the first week or so, you kind of get used to it. It was a reality show. It was actually with uh with Coach Prime, Coach Dion. Prime you we were training for the combine. It was me and like five, six other guys training out in Dallas with Dion and uh, NFL. That's awesome. NFL That's Network. fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah how we was, never heard of this. I mean, that was 2009. How'd you do? Were you awesome in there? I'd, I'd really watched it back. Didn't but, want uh, to? Nah, it, it was fun, though. It was fun. It was you enjoyed Prime, though, as a coach? Yeah, loved him. Uh, it was, he was, he, 
took us to church, took us to his house, trained them. Guys would come in, Pac-Man would come in, other guys that were training with him in the off seasons. Um, but you just, you know, you got to see some of his old fucking, he still got a whole thing of tapes that he used to watch. Um, but he, he was awesome. Just getting Loves coaching, though. Loves coaching, yeah. He didn't like um, coaching like DBs at that time. And that, obviously, if you're an all-time great, it's easier. So he went more so to the offensive side. But with us, it was just DB work, field work. Then you know that other shit that goes into combine training as well. But it, it was fun, though. It was cool. Him, the speeches he gives in his team meetings, like I think what people – I don't know what people would think from prime to be a head coach of a team. He's fucking – he holds people accountable. Yeah. He's like a hard – I don't want to say he's a hard-ass coach because I think his coach, his players love him or whatever, but he's like attentive, accountable, hard ed- – I want to – like kind of a hard edge, but he has his own way to do it. I think he's a fucking great coach. Yeah. I, that's why I asked him on game day, like, why are you doing – like, I understand you're a great coach. It's a big sacrifice. But D- – you could be great. Dion could be great at fucking anything. Like, yeah. Dion could be great at any. I firmly believe that he could be good at anything, yeah. which is what I was trying to tell him in my question on game day. Like, uh, you're better than everybody at baseball. You're better than everybody at football. If you want to be a preacher man, you'd probably be the fucking number one preacher man in the world if you wanted to. You make incredible content. You'd get into the punditry world if you wanted to. He was the star on NFL Network when they used to do that. At Prime. Yeah. They had their post game. If was, you ball, you get the call. Yeah, 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 yeah you're yeah, on yeah, Dion's yeah. call. Yeah. Like, he could be great at literally anything. I think he's said, why are you choosing to do this? And he's like, well, he was in youth this, and he got into this. And it's probably it's because of his kids, obviously. Yep. You're mm-hmm. in there right now. But he's fucking great at I think he's great at it. And they win yeah. in everything he does. I'm surprised it's not more. I guess Cincinnati, Colorado, and USF are the three schools that have been talking to him. He's been very transparent with all his players, too, which is probably the right way to go. It's the right way. You know, be real with them. They know what it is. <laughs> but Cardinals, if they suck the rest of the year, Woo! which seemingly staring down the barrel of that. Mm-hmm. Don't look good. Next year, Hard Knocks in season might have a tough home to find. I, yeah. But it is NFL films. Everybody has respect for it. Right. Just do the lines. They don't care. Or the Bears. Or the Bears. Bear, bear down. Bear down. <laughs> All right, here we go. Mike White, uh, this is one of his touchdowns uh, from Sunday. So this is cover three. Oh, come on. Something we've been seeing and talking about all year long, and what we always say for the underneath defenders is you want to play things top down. This is a route concept that you're going to see every week almost. Outside flood, deep breaker, he's going to run him off, and you're going to have a flat route. Pause real quick. One rule of thumb. At, now it is, what, third and four here, third and five. But one kind of rule of thumb here, if you're in zone coverage and you're a flat defender in a true zone coverage, if it's one in front of you, nine times out of ten is one behind you. So this is this is pretty much this here. And he's playing deep third, but kind of he's playing it pretty much like man. So if it was anybody that can come off on this Elijah Moore outbreaking seven route, it'll be this corner or him playing it top down and just discouraging it. But he plays it too snug to that flat route. Easy read from Mike White. And Elijah Moore, we had Elijah Moore sighting finally this year, so I know he's happy if anybody else is about this quarterback change. You see the read for him. <laughs> it's just him. He's just looking at that flat defender. If he's deep, I'll throw it to the check down. If not, bing, that's the one I want. From what easy you read, saw, is throw. Mike White going to be able to continue to ball? The thing about the, uh, you know, Younger quarterbacks, I hopefully, obviously he has the talent, and, and the offense is about you know knowing where to go pre-snap and then making the reads post-snap. But the thing about him, it won't get him this game, but coming out, and if he's watching this, coming out, like, first thing I look for as a quarterback is, is he a full-field read guy or is he a half-field read guy? And, like, the, all the greats are full. They're, they're going to go from boom, 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 boom. For him, it's like 
is here. If it's and it was there a lot of times, you know, playing a lot of backups at the Bears, it was there, and he makes the reads. He playing makes the that sorry ass Bears team. But as you go on and play tougher opponents, you know, with savvier players, they're going to know. Okay, he gives me that first look. Okay, let me just beeline to where he's going and make a play. So if he can adjust, and, and this is what reps is, he's still young player as far as in the league goes. So the potential is there, but that's where he'll have to take. The is next that what step. people say? Getting tape on somebody? Exactly. Because exactly. there isn't a lot of tape on Mike White. Mm-hmm. But yeah. once, like, the vets, the savvy mm-hmm. guys start seeing it, it's like, hey, he's only looking at half the field or whatever. Yeah. Now, the Devontae Adams play could happen where mm-hmm. he beats uh, who's the Broncos, yeah, mm-hmm. where he ends up going the yeah. opposite direction or mm-hmm. whatever, and maybe that'll take place. But that's what people mean whenever they're getting tape on somebody. Yeah. AJ, you smoking cigars. I thought you quit. Freedom of recovery addiction. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I also brand a book whoa, whoa, tomorrow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I haven't read uh, the book yet. Maybe after I read that. All right, so that's basically, you know, him playing this low to high. Uh, this is the it's a different order. We can go here, though. No, what do you want, 49ers? Actually, uh, 49ers, yeah, that first Fred Warner tackle. Okay, perfect. This is AJ's favorite player. So, mm-hmm. I, as far as off-ball linebacker, best in the league. Always in mm-hmm. the right plot, always in the right place. He can blitz. He flies around at an unbelievable speed. You know, 9-7, 5-4, and 2-9 kind of set the tone for this defense, but great players and obviously a great coordinator. But this is – everything they do is simple. So it's some pre-snap communication, but it's going to be kind of the opposite of what we saw with the Jets. Obviously a different play. But you want to invite checkdowns if you're in a zone defense. And this is what they do most of, a lot of times, zone defense. So this is a simple routine play. It won't make a highlight tape. But you're inviting this checkdown, and then watch these guys' reaction when that throw, when that checkdown comes. So boom, I'm set. Like, he, like before the ball is even caught. Yeah. Like so, it's like this is once again first to ten. This is a routine drive start and play, but this is how you have one of the, the best defense in the National Football League. Just doing what you do over and over again, being consistent with. But that's who this player is every Sunday. Every Sunday. Is there anyone close to him, or was like Darius Leonard kind of the closest comparison? Darius Leonard was a di- he's a he's a different animal in my opinion. He's a, he's a more of a a splash player. Um, as far as like what he does different than anyone else that I've seen is every game he's going to end up with the ball in his hand. Shaq Leonard? Yeah, Shaq Leonard. It's going to be a pick. It's going to be a forced fumble. It's going to be something. And then the plays in between, he's a very good player as well. But the difference between, I would say, him and Fred Warner is Fred Warner is kind of like that guy who's always going to be in that right spot. Not saying that Shaq Leonard isn't, but 5-4 is always going to be there. And he knows, his, he knows his defense inside and out, so he knows how it's going to be attacked. And you can just see his read. I mean, I've seen this guy damn near break up screen passes, you know, four yards in the backfield. So that's just the tempo he plays at. He sets the tone for this defense. AJ, what are your thoughts on Fred? He's amazing. I mean, all three of those guys in, in their, like, their little drops, you see him, they get to almost the sticks. And they, you, hear, you hear coaches say you break on intentions, like the quarterback's intentions. Watch Fred's eyes. He's already breaking before the ball mm-hmm. was even cocked from the old red rocket back there. Like, that's yeah. – coaches freak out when – if you're playing like a spot drop coverage and you kind of float and you kind of wait to break, but these guys obviously are well coached and have repped this 10 million times and they're very disciplined to like, hey, we're going to be eyes on the quarterback. We're breaking from the sticks down. Yeah. And the difference is in this play, if these guys float and you get these backs like Kamar, like mm-hmm. yak. So once, really run a little bit. So, but once that throws, if they're still fading, it's not even just him. Like he said, it's him, him. Everybody's rallying. So these guys are not only tackling. But they're tackling with leverage. He's going, sawing them off inside out. He's outside in and like that. But if the difference is if you're back here and he's able to catch that ball and square you up, nine times out of ten, these guys are making you miss one-on-one. They may not, it may not go, you know, home run, but that's, 
that may be a seven-yard gain now second and three instead of second and ten. So that, that's how you play great defense in the National Football League. And then the next play. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Fred Warner, strength right, strength left, strength left, right, left. This. What's he saying there? So right, that was probably a close. He's probably a close call. You got twelve personnel. Is, yeah. John, is Johnson a tight end? I think yeah. it's a tight end. Juwan Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. So you got two tight ends here. So he probably running back all the way back. What I would assume is he's saying close left, close left, and then close right. But like, that's what I would assume. Is that because Troutman's next to the tackle and Juwan Johnson's kind of split out a little? Well, coming into the week, if it's a two tight end set, you're gonna we're gonna close it to a certain tight end. I wonder if this fucking guy changes anything. Seven. Taysom. Depends on what they classify him as. He could be treated yeah. as a tight end. He could be treated as a, a, a What do you receiver. call this? Debo, what would you call it? 13 Hill or something? They usually give us Yeah, this is probably 13 it. Little or 13 Speed, something like that. And what's he saying to the D-line here? Just move your fucking ass? It looks like he's, uh, what you call it? Uh, right to what does this be? Bo? Bo or Boston? Him? Oh. It'd be Boston to the strength, I guess. But, this yeah. is all that shit we talked about on that slide. The close call, the down call. Hmm. Look at the it's, communication. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, just there's right. a lot. Of, yeah. Yeah, so a lot is, is happening here. Every player, that's awesome. This is standard first and ten, right? You said this is just a first and ten. Like I said, this play would not be on a highlight clip, but this is what makes a great defense. Like we always say, quiet defense is a dead defense. This is the exact opposite of a like corners. Everybody is communicating, so no, no one's confused. Even if you don't know what the fuck is going on, you're going to be hearing it. And then the guys up front who can't look back, he's, they're getting a, a verbal communication. But you see. Verbal and nonverbal communication, that's uh, essential in defense because they're at home, so it's probably loud. And then, boom, just start that right back over again yep. for second down. And then the next yep. play is going to be the same thing. And Tua Fongo is directing guys in the secondary. Yep. Your point yep. about him, Fred Warner and Bosa. Uh, the next uh, Niners play that. Ho Fonga. Tua Fonga. I don't know. Good player. 29. <laughs> I don't believe we have Ho on here. <laughs> if not. This is why. Here we Saint. go. Hufanga. Oh, it's titled Saints. Okay. Well, yeah. All right. So uh, this is uh, <laughs> best best scoring defense in the league too. But just just let this play. Defenses coaches always talk about defending every blade of grass. Uh, Kamara is going to get this once again zone coverage. Everyone on the string. And once this ball comes out, it's going to come out in the flat. You're going to see a vice tackle. He's going to hit him and hold him up. He's going to come in. Boom. boom One yard boom, line. Boom. One yard line balls Secure up. Secure the so shut up. Coaches say this shit all the time. Defend every blade of grass. Defend every blade of grass. This is the epitome of that. Um, Saints had two opportunities in the red they, area they to had, score. What's that? They had a lot. They, yeah. they fucked up a lot. That game could have went the other way. Yeah. 13 zip. Fred yeah. Warner had another forced fumble in this game, too. On uh, Kamar. Kamar had a tough day. Tough game. I, uh, me and Gertie's first round pick. Fantasy. Oh, yeah. Hey, isn't it hold him, though? Hold him. Hold him up. Yeah. Somebody hold him hold, up like, This is an yeah. actual thing. Hold his ass up. Yeah. yeah. And then somebody else come in and get the ball. And little bang. Paul Mahler goes, Ooh. boom. Bang. Shoulder bang, on. Bang, And then that guy has a touchdown. Oh. oh. Get on it. Get on it. Kamara's holding his arm, too. Like, yeah. yeah. He lost two for him, didn't he? I yeah, he lost two for Messi has zero goals. Argentina's up oh, to What? Oh, you know, well, hey, I tell you what. Messi's trying hard. I've had it on. Like, that dude is trying. Like, he, you could tell he is. He's had a few shots on goal. He's been, he's okay. been chugging. He just can't find a goal. Shashowski. Yeah. Yeah, Pete Shashowski. You just let this one play. We're not even going to talk about really the coverage. We're going to talk about something we had uh, a couple weeks ago when Pat P had that interception. 
as far as when Jalen Hurts breaks this pocket, remember that push out? Oh, yeah, get him out of box. Watch Rudy Ford, watch Jair. Oh, yeah. So Rudy gets him out. Jair doesn't, but this is plaster, right? You got to, whatever the play is, fuck the play, fuck the route concept. Now you just have to find your guy, plaster. You'll see the push out up top, get out of bounds. He doesn't get it, but he keeps running, makes the play anyway. Obviously, he missed the throw. Oh, nice. But that's just that rule. DB's executing that rule, knowing once again, when that quarterback breaks that tackle box, you can push a guy to bounce. You can chuck a guy, just can't hold him. How about Green Bay knowing the rules? Yeah, that's because that DB yeah. coach came yep. from Detroit. Boom. Yeah, that's right. They, they gave practice. up 40 points still, but, you know, they, yeah. But on the ground. On the ground. Not it's, in the secondary. It's that, it's that fourth and one play that Kyler talked about being schematically fucked. Now, I don't know. It looked like there was definitely some confusion here. Hollywood's blocking. The tight end comes out like it's a pick route. It's obviously a fake run, but it's zero blitz. So all these guys are one-on-one. Derwin James. He comes up early, but then does a good job just getting his head around. Ben on shit, that's the number one receiver, one of the best receivers in the league. But you see Kyler's confused. Boom, oh. throws it up. Could have oh. gave him a better ball, I think, but that's a what great a play. play. Great play from Derwin James. Fourth down, bat it down Fourth to get down. better field position. Fuck that. What is he doing? Fuck Come on, get Derwin. That, get that tater. That's Oski. Keep that ball forever, too. Damn right. Give me that. Ice. Unbelievable play. Schematically fucked. Schematically fucked. Mm-hmm. I mean, because the team didn't know a play, or but yeah, it's good. Look, look. Hey, it's ugly in Arizona right now. It's all confused. It, it is. They got to get it together, man. Or a couple people gonna be moving. Kyle is gonna be there, obviously. But, Can't uh, wait for Hard Knocks this week. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's tonight. Yeah. Boop. yeah. Or yesterday. Where did get your head around and go make a play? <laughs> could be tomorrow. <laughs> good, yeah. good, good job. Good job, Darwin. Uh, next play, scramble drill. Once again, uh, watch D Slay. D Slay scramble drill. This is what you know. Aaron has been great at um, his whole career. You know, breaking breaking tackles, breaking sacks, extending plays. But just watch D Slay stand Lazard's hip pocket, bats the ball up. Jay Scott Bad. goes up and bats it. So that's textbook. I mean, this is hard to do because you can't. We you try to practice this. You know, if you're playing against A Rod, if you're playing against Big Ben, you say, all right, we're gonna have a scramble drill. Period. But it's never the same what you're going to see on, on, on game day. So great job by everybody. If you pause it, like everybody's Watson, Tanyan. Glued to him. Glued. Like everybody's strapped up. So it's really nowhere. I mean, he can throw his ball maybe out above, but, you know, great play from uh, big play Slay. A lot of dogs out there on the Philadelphia Eagles Strapping. defense. And bam, bam, off the face. Yes, sir. Boom, make a catch. Darius Slays played against Aaron Rodgers 23 times, 24 times. Yeah. Doesn't have a pick, but he does have an alley-oop right here. So, right off his face. No, he wish you would have caught it. He said he wants a Mount Rushmore ball from Aaron. I wonder if old buddy is split in half with him. It's going to be tough Ooh. to beat those Johns in Philly with all the Johns in Philly in the playoffs. Yeah, especially with the way yeah. them Johns are playing. Boom. But yeah. I think that's it. It's good coverage. Hey, thank you, DB. Thank you, DB. Could have been more fun, but, you know. And it's I don't know. That was crazy good, bro. <laughs> it's fucking boring, man. <laughs> what is your problem? What? Thank you, DB. Thank you, DB. You made those pots earlier. We're mm-hmm. doing a giveaway already. We had a Wednesday. We announced the winners from the last week of giveaways. I think we've had a program. Now, we're all in store for our That's Hockey Talk tonight, 8 Hell p.m. Yeah. Eastern, yeah. YouTube.com yeah. forward slash That's Hockey Talk, and... A hammer, Dad! which might run 
<laughs> from four to eight o'clock. Because of how many games we'll are bet. to be chatted about and to bet on. Can't wait to watch Tone. Can't wait to watch Nick and Rupp and Gumpy and right. obviously Bruce and Mitt. DB, great work today. Can't wait Appreciate to see you back here again tomorrow with Coach P. AJ, thank you. Boys, fantastic show. Be a friend, tell a friend. This show exists every single day from 12 to 3, we say. It's 342. Normally this type of thing happens. We can't thank you enough for allowing us to be a part of your afternoons. Hopefully you'll be back manana. Say something nice to somebody. Take about 20 hours or so. Goodbye.